93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, March 26th. As I said, Kathy is out, so I'll handle the duties. Good morning. A student was taken to the hospital after an alleged assault at Valley Forge Military Academy, which was just one of one of six reported incidents this past weekend. When officers got there, they learned that uh, there were several people involved in some sort of altercation. Uh, Because the victim and attackers are minors, police couldn't go into detail, but sources from within the school said that the victim was mistakenly targeted as ratting out a group of cadets for underage drinking the night before. Uh, The next night, the teen was allegedly lured into a room where his peers jumped him. He was rushed to an area hospital. Sources said that he suffered a broken nose, bruised ribs, and a busted lip. I hate to say this, Preston, but I think the trouble is with that new cadet, Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that is, of course, where Taps, the movie, was filmed at yep. the Valley Forge uh, Military Academy, and Tom Cruise was the star in that movie. The students involved have been suspended from school and are no longer on campus. The academy mm-hmm. has had three presidents in the last four years, so some are wondering if an administration issue might be part of it. Uh, sources said the victim has been released from the hospital. The incident remains under investigation. Well, you never want to hear this. The Philadelphia Department of Public Health has announced the closure of three Philadelphia dental offices for improper reprocessing and sterilization of dental equipment (laughs) and lapses in injection safety practices. Whoops. The health department says three Triu family dental clinics have closed at the following locations. 437 West Chu Avenue. Chu. You know, you bite. Uh, 5427 (laughs) North 5th Street. 6536 Woodland Avenue. Patients who attended those offices between January 1st, 2017 December 7, 2018 are advised to get tested for hepatitis C virus, hepatitis V virus, and HIV. Uh, the health department believes the risk of infection to be low and is not aware of any infections as a result of these unsafe practices, but you want to obviously use caution. People just like to go and enjoy their teeth scraping without uh, the fear yeah. of hepatitis. All three locations were closed last December after an anonymous tip was received. These three clinics will not be allowed to reopen until the health department is satisfied that all unsafe practices have been remedied. A hotline has been set up for patients who have questions. You can call 215 218 2999 between the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. On Monday morning, attorney uh, attorney Michael Avenatti surfaced on Twitter promising to uncover a blockbuster scandal involving Nike and some of the biggest names in college basketball. Well, less than an hour later, federal prosecutors in New York announced that Avenatti was under arrest for allegedly trying to extort millions from the sports gear giant, (laughs) part of a web of criminal charges that, if proven, could send the 48-year-old lawyer to prison for decades. Even as uh, events in Manhattan were unfolding, Avenatti uh, was accused in uh, Santa Ana of embezzling from a client's $1.6 million legal settlement to cover personal expensive, uh, expenses and buttress his troubled coffee business, a sideline that operated Tully's outlets in California and Washington State. Avenatti also stands accused of bank fraud in the California case, and prosecutors say that he gave a Mississippi bank fictitious personal tax returns to secure more than $4 million in loans. A high-profile attorney has been in financial peril for some time. A former law partner won a $4.85 million personal judgment against him last year after his firm failed to pay a debt. 
If convicted of all charges, he could face up to 97 years in prison. Oh, man. He was released Monday in $300,000 bond. And court documents in New York referred to an unidentified co-conspirator in the case, and an unindicted co-conspirator, actually, I should say, and a source familiar with the investigation identified him as Mark Garagos. Now, that's hearsay as of now. But it may be the case, Los Angeles attorney, who, of course, has represented a stable of celebrity clients. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what ends up it's happening wild. And then one last story. A community is coming together for the Verizon worker who was suspended after saving a cat stuck on a utility pole in Philadelphia. Neighbors in Port, Port Richmond have been uh, had been trying for an hour to rescue Princess Mama, a, Kate, a cat who uh, somehow <laughs> got stuck at the top of a utility pole. Verizon worker Maurice German, German was uh, on the scene and used his bucket truck to rescue the animal. Uh, but a Verizon spokesman said that because uh, German's good deed violated safety protocol and was actually pretty dangerous due to the electrical lines in the area, uh, the company had no choice but to suspend him. And that was for three weeks without pay. Uh, but his good deed resonated with the community and a GoFundMe page was quickly set up to help German make some money while he's off the job. Amanda Fairchild Boyce, who captured the cat rescue and set up the GoFundMe page, Help raise a total of $3,395. It's a start. It's going to help. Yeah, out. yeah. All right, in sports this morning. Well, the Magic shut down the Sixers yeah. in the second half of a 119-98 win last night in Orlando. Uh, Nick uh, Vucevic had 28 points, 11 rebounds for the Magic, who outscored the Sixers 30-5 to in the second half run during which the Sixers missed 15 straight shots. Joel Embiid led the team with 20 points and 10 rebounds, who were playing without point guard Ben Simmons because of the stomach flu. And the Sixers have only eight games left in the regular season and will be back at home on Thursday night with a game against the Brooklyn Nets. The Flyers, who have only six games left in the regular season, are off until tomorrow night when they will host the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Flyers are eight points back of the last playoff spot in the East, but aren't quite mathematically eliminated from postseason contention just yet. The puck's going to drop tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And the Phils wrapped up spring training with a walk-off win yesterday afternoon in Clearwater. Malvin Matos hit a walk-off home run to right field in the ninth inning. His first of the spring, giving the Phils a 3-2 win over the Rays. Now the home and season opener is this Thursday, and the first pitch is scheduled for 3:05 at Citizens Bank Park. And that's what I have for you this morning, guys. You, you know, for someone who doesn't uh, really get into writing the news, you do a damn good job. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I have to say. I hate writing the news. Because you have to do that and prepare the entertainment news on top of it. Well, Kathy is uh, out today, so she's uh, at home doing home stuff. I'll tell you what, that journalism school paid off. Didn't it, though? Yeah, it did. Finally. (laughs) I get to use my news writing skills (laughs) regularly. Well, we welcome you to Tuesday. We do have some things that are planned for today. Uh, Guest-wise, we have our buddy Jose Garces stopping by today. We have seen Jose in a little while. And uh, he's got an event. It's called Think Local, Give Local. And it's going to be at the Lowe's on Friday the 29th. That's this Friday. Uh, so we'll talk to Jose and see what we can expect about that. Those chef events are always great, oh, man. Oh, if he's overseeing it, you know, the food's not going to be anything to sneeze at. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Deeds and Watson stopping by today. They have their Real Philly Hoagie Guide. I'll tell you more about that later on. We have a Tattoos Day, which is what we do on Tuesdays. We have a chance to win 
a tattoo. That's the way it works now. So what you need to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. You'll be eligible to win a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And you need to get a Preston and Steve tattoo with that gift certificate. And you never know, you might get tattooed by the area's top artists like Professor Ouch. You Professor can, Ouch? Yeah, you can contact him for an appointment at Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. It's Wolverine's nemesis, Preston. Dot com, yes. <laughs> Professor How about Ouch. you text in about 30 seconds? Oh, we're not ready to go yet? All right. well, we might almost be ready. Marissa's okay. getting it up and running. That's, that's part of her gig here on the show. Uh, but we also have this one little thing to do. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Let's get an update on the bracket from yesterday. We had five matches, and we did have some interesting outcomes. Uh, one of the upsets was in our first matchup. It was Privileged has a new theme versus the Pudding Guy. Uh, the lower seed was the Pudding Guy, and the Pudding Guy won. Pudding Guy won! Oh, my God. 4% of the vote. Uh, next up, we had Casey's Ranch dressing freak out over the Dumpster Pool Olympics, and Casey's Ranch dressing handily took out the that. competition. It's yeah. too good. Uh, next up was Harper Lee's laser tag against River Valley Volker, Vocal Band, and Harper Lee won that one with 63% of the vote. Kathy's teacher against Manson knows best our most decisive victory of the day. Kathy's teacher at 81%. Ah, that moves on. And then rounding out yesterday was Preston's birthday mystery guest against Preston's docking dream. <laughs> and it was the closest match we've had in the entire tournament yet. The birthday mystery guest won by 1%. Whoa, 1%. No wow. 1%. That's right. All right, so we got new matchups. Let's start with our 6 a.m. matchup. It's in the privileged section of the brackets. And one of my favorites, two of my favorites, actually, Caveman Gossip versus Casey Kasem is hiding on a Native American reservation. I've had people text in uh, in advance of us even releasing these matchups mentioning both of these. Really? So, yeah, I think this is going to be a really close one. To bring you back up to speed, here's a little slice of the cavemen. So how far does it go back? It goes all the way back, I guess. Guess who put finger in Stegosaurus? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you effing kidding me, Og? <laughs> Saw it with own eyes. Put finger right in Stegosaurus. <laughs> then sniffed it. Get out! <laughs> that was uh, a story about the origins of rumors yeah. and gossip, and it started back... With Caveman, with uh, Primal Man. So yeah. that's, uh, the guy saw Og stick his finger in a Sega Right in that press. So with his own eyes. Next is Casey Kasem hiding on a Native American reservation. Here's a clip of that. Where are those tom-toms I was supposed to see? <laughs> I can't go into a sad smoke signal. I'm a TPM a wigwam. Yeah. I'm a, a TPM a wigwam. I'm too tense. <laughs> All right, so these matchups are now ready for you to vote. You go wow. to WMMR.com. There's a banner right there when you click on it. It says uh, the Daily Rush Madness. And then you can watch the videos if you like, and you can vote on them right then and there. In fact, all the matchups are ready for voting. We'll just roll them out one at a time through the course of the morning. So, Daily Rush Madness 2019 presented by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. And while you're there on the website... We now have a prize. Enter to win our Punchline Philly Grand Prize, a pair of tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. (laughs) And you can enter one entry per person per day. 
You have to be at least 21 years of age to enter, and the deadline is going to be Friday the 5th at uh, 9.59 a.m., it says. Contest rules at WMMR.com. So it's cool that we have a prize in conjunction with that. So those matchups will continue through the course of the morning. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Got some entertainment stories to pass along to you. Wrestling heavy in this particular one. Yes. We'll have that and a stupid question when we get back. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Prince Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do the stupid question thingy thing, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race, Dover International Speedway. That is on May 5th. The question I have for you this morning is, which official song of one of the branches of the military, the U.S. military, was composed in 1906 by Charles A. Zimmerman with lyrics by Alfred Hart Miles? Mm. Very specific question. 215-263-WMMR. So let me reword that for you. Which official song of one of the branches of the U.S. military was composed in 1906 by Charles A. Zimmerman? With lyrics by Alfred Hart Miles. Call now if you know the answer. We have a lot of celebs celebrating birthdays on Tuesday, March 26th. One of them would be James Eha, guitarist of the Smashing Pumpkin. Also played for uh, Perfect Circle. And uh, we met him at uh, Ben Margera's first wedding. <laughs> Did you? That's right. He was I didn't there. make it to that. Yeah, he was there along with uh, Iggy Pop and the Stooges. And, and they performed, right? They did. Yeah. But uh, James didn't perform. He was just, I guess he's friends with Bam. And uh, he was there. He's a nice guy. We talked to him and took some pictures and stuff. So happy 51st birthday to him. Also in the world of rock, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Steven Tyler. Of Aerosmith is 71 years old. Holy moly. He's that He's old. Falling off the stage a couple yes. times. And it has one of the best falls ever in the history of rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a long sort of runway stage. And he's booking along and just walks right off. You guys ever seen Aerosmith live? No, I wish I had. I saw them when, I think it was when Pump came out, when they really exploded the second time around. And they're great. Yeah. They were phenomenal. It was a great rock show, period. When I worked for Pierre, they would tour almost every summer, and I saw them a few years in a row, and they are one of those bands that knows how to connect with an audience, so yeah. they'll have, like, second stages out into the audience, and they, just, they I was always really impressed with an Aerosmith show. You, you know, Steven Tyler also is just a good conversationalist, and one of the best inductions I've ever seen at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was him inducting okay. Robert Plant, I believe no it kid. was. All yeah. Right. Well, he's uh, 71 years old today. Also celebrating a birthday is actress Kira Knightley. Yeah. Possibly the toothiest smile. <laughs> Big ass. Her and Julia Roberts. I should have a teeth I've, off. I've, I've a little seen. bit of snaggle as well. When she smiles, she does that thing that Kathy does where the bottom row is also very... And just like Kathy, she farts. Prominent. Whenever she <laughs> smiles. She yeah. farts when she smiles. Poor Kathy. Uh, she's a beautiful woman, and uh, I like her as an actress, too. She's 34 today. Uh, Leslie Mann, oh, who's hilarious. I love her. Wife of Judd Apatow, and uh, 
a lot of his films. Uh, she's 47 today. We love Judd Apatow, but he really, he, he scored on that one. Yeah, Jennifer Grey also celebrates her birthday today. I was just watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off last night. I was just watching Dirty Dancing the other day. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Let's be friends. That would be a fun Halloween costume if we all dressed up like the cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. All right, who would you be? Um, Jennifer Grey? Yeah, probably, because Kathy would be Sloan, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I'm not really sure. Uh, so she's 59 today, by the way. Lisa Gibbons. Oh, Lisa. Uh, Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> Back to you, Lisa. Yeah. Uh, she's she's as, as pukey as you can get. 62 today. Uh, the great Martin Short. Oh, love him. Is turning 69 uh, today. I I did not see the, uh, the special that he and... Uh, uh, Steve Martin did, you know, a, a night you'll never remember for the rest of your life. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Did you guys see it? I did. It was really was it good? good. It was on Netflix. Very funny. I got to see it. That, what half the joy is knowing how much he makes Steve Martin laugh, mm-hmm. uh, because Steve Martin finds him to be the funniest man on earth, and and there's not a lot to dispute that. Also today, Bob Woodward celebrating a birthday today. Uh, mm-hmm. Reporter, author, all the president's men, the whole Watergate scandal. He wrote Deep Throat. Oh, uh, no, he interacted with Deep Throat. He interacted sorry, with yeah. Deep Throat. Yeah, he didn't write the movie. Uh, he's 76 today. Uh, the great James Kahn. Wow, I love James Kahn. Sonny. Sonny Corleone from The Godfather, of course. He originally auditioned for the role of Michael. That's right. Yeah. In fact, there might be... I know that there... I've seen um, footage of uh, the... Um... Oh, damn it. Like doing reads. Yes, the, um, the audition. The re- yeah. And I remember seeing... Uh, De Niro auditioning for the Sonny role. Yes. But I don't know if there is uh, James Caan I think there is. for Michael. Uh, I've got footage. like 55 different versions of the movie press. Yeah. They come, now here's the ultimate grand, ultimate collector's edition. Uh, but there very well might be. Yeah. God, he was great in The Godfather. Just Sonny, loose cannon. Yeah. Losing it. His emotions getting the best of him all the time. I love when he goes, ah, yeah, yeah. You know, you write a point blank range, but bing. But bing. Right, get, get all blood all over your Ivy League suit. I love you. He's 79 today. Uh, the great Alan Arkin. Ah, another. Um, man, he's the best. Legend. Yep. Uh, 85 years old today. Can do drama and comedy. Yeah. In one of my all time little films. Um, uh, the Heart is a Lonely Hunter, mm. one of the great roles. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yes. Uh, Argo, Little Miss Sunshine. Catch-22. Uh, what's that? Argo. Argo, <laughs> F yourself. Anybody else watch uh, Kaminsky Method on with him and Michael Douglas? I've seen a couple. I haven't watched every episode, but it's very funny. It, it, Steve, uh, when you talked about Martin Short making Steve Martin laugh, you can tell that uh, Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas just enjoy being on set with one another, and that's what that show is off. Uh, you know, is about most of the time. Uh, and then you have, well, he's 85 today, wow. by the way. Uh, and then we have two ladies in the world of government. Nancy Pelosi, U.S. <laughs> US Speaker of the House, is 79, and keep that music going. Because it's also Sandra Day O'Connor's birthday. There you go. Uh, former Supreme Court Justice. Sandra, why didn't you come over and have a pillow fight? <laughs> Nancy is 79 and Sandra is 85, by the way. Oh, man. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating. Aren't birthday. we the city that almost killed Sandra Day O'Connor? Are we? Yes. Wait, uh, they, she was uh, talking and a uh, stage prop fell on her. It was in front of the Constitution yeah. Center. Yeah, hit her in the head. Yeah. Had a, made a big, like, divot in this thing. Uh, but she was okay. She, she was fine. Right. All right, uh, we're going to see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, which official song of one of the branches of the U.S. military was composed in 1906 by Charles A. Zimmerman with lyrics by Alfred Hart Miles. 215-263-WMMR, our number, and I will go to Steve, see if we can get the answer. Hi, Steve, you're on the air. Good morning. Good 
Dukes. Cat Dukes. Dukes, buddy. All right, which official song of the U.S. military are we talking about? Anchors Away. That's the one. U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. Anchors Away is correct. And hang on, Steve. And by the way, away is spelled A W E I G H. It's not A W A Y. Hey, away! Yeah, no, it's uh, no. anchors away. No, it's away. The, lift the anchor. Here we go. It's a song you're probably familiar with. Every time Popeye ate his spinach, that's dun 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 dun. Is that what we play? Yeah, they, they'd play that a lot when he would get well, his spinach. Well, it also spinach. Dun, 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 And then also dun, dun, Creep dun, dun, from Radiohead. But anchors away. U.S. military, the uh, United States Navy. So Steve got it right, and we have a pair of tickets to join uh, Casey and Nick in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race, Dover International Speedway, on May 5th. Uh, Celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend, May 3rd through the 5th. For information and tickets, visit doverspeedway.com. I have one sip of coffee left in my cup. I'm going to take it now. Enjoy it. Mm. Wait one second. I think I can have you right there. Good. Oh, okay, now I can move on. Um, we're going to start with this. Total Bella's Nikki Bella yeah. is leaving the ring. News that she shared on the show shortly after her twin, Bree, announced her retirement. Uh, she said, I just feel like I'm too old for that travel, Nikki said. She's 35, by the way. Getting too old for this is. Uh, she explained during the season four finale of the e-reality show on Sunday, March 24th, that travel was really, really rough. So I realized I was like, why am I doing this anymore? I don't feel good and I can't. I mean, the girls are doing amazing things over there. They are. They're doing amazing things. I really am ready to hang up the jersey like I can say it fully. I'm done. Uh, During the uh, show's season finale, she also shared the news that she is dating Dancing with the Stars pro Artem uh, Shivantez. Jim Antez. No, it's not Jim (laughs) Antez. He's in our sales department. Oh, all right. Uh, Shivantezev or something like that. But she and uh, fiancé John Cena split in April of 2018. Now, another big wrestling news. The WWE announced that uh, the Raw Women's Championship match between champion Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair will be the main event at WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey on April 7th. Is that a first ever to have a a women's match? Time a women's match headlines the company's biggest event. That's a big deal. Well, that shows you how Ronda Rousey has impacted the whole thing. Most definitely. Uh, the idea of giving top billing to the Raw Women's title clash has been rumored in recent months, and it always made sense given the internal and external circumstances. Rousey brings the mainstream appeal that's necessary to take center stage at WrestleMania, the one event a year uh, uh, that uh, extends beyond the typical bounds of professional wrestling. She became a household name after the UFC career. Meanwhile, Lynch has become the hottest name in wrestling and has garnered massive fan support along the way. WWE capitalized on her meteoric rise by making it seem like she wasn't going to get a spot in the title match in a storyline that concluded with Rousey attacking her at fast lane, <laughs> causing a disqualification that guaranteed Lynch a mania berth. Now, Flair, the daughter of Ric Flair, by the way, is a bona fide name in the wrestling world with seven championship reigns between the Raw, SmackDown, and Divas titles. She's also a superstar with mainstream notoriety after appearing in ESPN Magazine's 2018 Body Issue. So the increased interest in women's wrestling led WWE to create Evolution, an all-female pay-per-view 
that took place in October. So they are going to headline this huge event. Well, listen, they've been a big part of it for a long time. Yeah. And uh, uh, and they're, they're completely physical in the ring. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole presentation is just the same. And, um, yeah, more power to him. That's great. I still have a big Ronda Rousey crush. Oh, my God. She's just, awesome. There's something about her that I really, really like. So, And then who's the wrestler we just had in who said that she really, that they everyone sort of raised an eyebrow when she was, you know, in, in the wrestling community. Yeah. They were going to wait and see how she approached it. And he had nothing but admiration for yeah, her. Yeah, she's legit. She's, yeah. She loves doing it, and she plays the part. And that's yeah. exactly what they want. Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon took to the stage at Apple's event in uh, Supertino, California, or Cupertino, I'm not sure, Couple. Couple. Uh, Monday, where they dished Couple. on the new show, uh, The Morning Show is what it's called. Witherspoon said, we pull back the curtain on the power dynamics between men and women in the high-stakes world of morning news shows. Uh, it's seen through the eyes of two ambitious female characters. And- I don't give a f- you don't so, think this will be any good? No, sh- no. I think she'll be fine. I think the uh, the announcement is the thing that's long been rumored: Apple getting into their own content creation okay. um, deal here. So, and, and coming after Netflix as well. Okay. Uh, Aniston added, "All of this and the chance for us to collaborate again has brought me back to television, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, so, we can't wait to show all of you." Uh, what we have been cooking up. So it's Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. That should be pretty solid. Hopefully. There's a whole bunch of content. There's um, uh, Jason Momoa has a, sh- a show or a special that's on the new net, uh, the new uh, Apple uh, streaming service. Uh, there is um, Steven Spielberg has something coming up. M Night Shyamalan has something coming up. So they've got some heavy hitters associated with it. Cool. Uh, fans have been speculating that Kim Kardashian is using Naomi Campbell as her fashion muse, donning a 90s Versace dress. I thought so. It looked identical to the one the model wore in a runway show and also sharing shots of herself in a leopard print catsuit by Azadine Alia Alaya. So Casey and I were in side-by-side. That Campbell side. wore in 1992. Okay, Casey and I were in side-by-side stalls yesterday. Yes, yes. And I said to him, Kardashian. Is that a Campbell influence? And we agreed, yeah. I was like, I was going to say the same thing to you. Can you please flush? Yeah, can you please? Courtesy flush wouldn't hurt. Uh, Kardashian acknowledged it on Instagram, captioning a shot of herself in a colorful dress saying, Naomi forever. Naomi forever. We're looking at that picture. Wow, she looks fantastic in that photo, by the way. Forever. Um, Amber Heard has been spotted out a lot recently, most uh, recently Sunday. With Andy Muschietti, uh, an Argentinian director, uh, who oh, oh I know he, he didn't he direct um, he's directed a few horror movies he directed it I believe he did okay uh, check that uh, name I, out Nick oh okay that's why it says this so it says I was, <laughs> I was confused by this it says with Andy Muschietti, an Argentinian director who helmed it. And I'm like, helmed oh. what? <laughs> helmed he helmed it. 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 Yeah. it. Of course he helmed In it. In quotations, yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Muschietti is directing the sequel to It, titled to It, it oh. Chapter 2. What's on second? Which will star James McVoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, and Bill Skarsgård. I so. am very curious to see how these actors line up with the actors as kids in the first part of It, yep. uh, the story, and... Uh, 
When's I, it coming out? It should be fairly soon, right? I mean, it's Jessica Chastain's be. been talking about it, the completion of it for a while. It's it got to be this year. Yeah, September of this year. All okay. right. All right. So, uh, well, that's cool. Amber and that dude are uh, maybe hooking up. We'll see. Uh, Wendy Williams has repeatedly spoken out uh, for her marriage and spouse, Kevin Hunter, but reports of his alleged infidelity continue to thwirl. May I say something, Preston, mm-hmm. by the way? I saw her show yesterday. She's so glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> you know. She's all glam. She's all glam. Uh, so she took the two-month break from her show. When she returned, she addressed the rumors about her hubby. She said, I'm still very much in love with my husband. Don't ask me about mine. What you need to know is I love my husband. Oh, my God. Yes, thank you. I love my husband. Oh, my God. How you doing? That voice. Pointing to her wedding ring, she said... I'm such a goyle. Pointing to her wedding ring, she said, it ain't going anywhere. Not You'll have this... to pry it off my dog, dead, unusually immense hand. Uh, she said, not in this lifetime. You'll need bolt cutters. Uh, so, apparently, uh, in uh, hot new hip-hop... Hot new hip-hop? They reported that uh, <laughs> Hunter's alleged mistress... Sharina Hudson has given birth to their baby girl. So Wendy Williams... And the reason I bring this up, there's a local connection. To oh, this. Right, yeah. Right, right. Right. So she reportedly gave birth on March 22nd, and Hunter was by her side, uh, though the pair used fake names and paid for services in cash. Uh, one source told the paper Sharina gave birth to the baby boy at Hahnemann University Hospital in Philadelphia. Apparently, they chose this location because they were worried that if she gave birth in New York, it would be leaked to the press. <laughs> um, it was done here in Philadelphia, and it was leaked to the press. Yeah, yeah. they got away so, with it for a little bit. Good go. Yeah, uh, they, a second source said this is a crazy situation. Wendy is in a halfway house fighting for her sobriety, while her husband is at the side of his mistress, who is giving birth to a baby. While you're with your whore, uh, <laughs> here I am fighting for my life and looking glamorous. Uh, Sharina. <laughs> Went into labor on Sunday and is believed to have given birth uh, late on Sunday in the early, or in the early hours of Monday. So, Wendy can't be too happy about that. <laughs> no, that's not. Those are things that are really not conducive to getting well. Steve, I have some Ben Affleck news. All right. He recently sat down with Collider to discuss his current Netflix film, Triple Frontier. Okay, what is His say? next project and his uh, unabashed passion for Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. That's um, a good sign. But no Batman news. Uh, on David, son of a bitch. On David Fincher, the director of Triple Frontier, he said, I think David is a genius. He's a wonderful guy. I really love working with him, and I would love to do it again. I think there's a secret. It's just multiple takes. I learned so much from him. The man... Uh, the main thing is just David's got the taste of an artist and the mind of an engineer. Did any of you see the movie? I did. Yeah. And What'd you think of it? I mean, it was getting, pan- it was getting pans and savaged. I thought it was fine. Uh, I didn't really have any problems with it. Did you not care for it, Nick? Uh, it wasn't great, but yeah. I was entertained for two hours. It full just, of action? Uh, yeah, full yeah. of action. All of the actors in it, you like. Yeah. Uh, and so I think you'll enjoy it, Steve. And, you know, cinematography is great. It's not the greatest action movie you'll, you'll ever see. But it's good. But it's I, I was entertained for two hours. All right. He said, it's hard to put a label on what I learned exactly. Basically, probably just by uh, osmosis, it became, I became a better filmmaker hanging around David. On Netflix, in general, he said Netflix has shown a willingness to break with convention to try unusual things. 
to experiment. They're in a different situation than the studios because the studios start over from scratch every time they put a movie out. Mm. Netflix already has 130 million people that they have a relationship with and they can advertise to directly. And I think that means that they're not so beholden to that opening weekend idea. You know what I mean? They it, okay. already sort of sold the ticket in a weird way, he said. If I may unpack what you just said, you said Ben Affleck loves Dunkin' Donuts. Well, we have Preston and Steve <laughs> yes. run on Dunkin' Donuts. Ergo, we are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> on his next project, he said, I have multiple stuff in development. I'm hoping to shoot something at the end of the year. I have a couple of different things that are all in various stages of script and outline and unfinished uh, and finished script, and we'll see which one comes together and who wants to make them. Uh, and then, okay, we'll get to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> he said it's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's right. said, I have Dunkin' Donuts every day. It's very weird. I have it every day, and people are always like, where is that? Is that near here? So I feel like I'm spreading the word, he <laughs> says. Right, so does, I, I assume he lives in L.A. He does. And Dunkin' Donuts was founded and formed at, in Boston. the Boston area. Yeah. So that's, it, what he probably, that's where he developed his absolutely. Um, his well, you know, so in that, uh, oh, God, what was the the big movie that him and Matt Damon won the Oscar for? Oh, Good Will Hunting? Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Uh, you know, he brings him a Dunkin' coffee in the yeah, morning, yeah, yeah. and it's such a small cup of coffee. It's like eight ounces. I'm like, who only drinks eight <laughs> ounces of coffee? Like, who in their right mind only has a little tiny cup of coffee. These are, uh, these are things that keep you up at night. They Matt are. Gaming. It's weird, weird things like that. But like that, for some reason, stuck out in my mind. Matt Gaming. There's, he, a, there's a great skit on SNL with Casey Affleck and yeah. Duncan where he spends uh, all of his time at the Duncan. All the day. Talking to people coming in and out yeah. of uh, Duncan. And uh, <laughs> it's really well done. <laughs> but he, Preston, every time I see a picture of Affleck, he is rocking an iced coffee. All right. Good to go. By the way, you can get like those- that. $2 all day long. One of the most absorbing and divisive careers in the history of mixed martial arts might have just come to an end, or someone could just be trying to get an upper hand in a negotiation. Conor McGregor tweeted late last night that he has decided to retire from MMA. What? It's possible that he wasn't being serious, as you never really know with him. Uh, we have, of course, seen something like this before. He tweeted his decision to reti- retire young in 2016. <laughs> Two days later, he posted a lengthy statement on Facebook that ended with him saying, I'm not retired, so you can draw your own conclusion. That first retirement occurred amid contentious negotiations over McGregor's rematch against Nate Diaz at UFC 200. They subsequently pulled McGregor from the event, later held the rematch at UFC 202. I was watching a great YouTube video of him last night, Preston. He has a wonderful course teaching needlepoint, and it's so engrossing. Uh, McGregor's retirement this time occurs at an even more volatile time for the Irishman as he is still suspended for his role in the chaos following his loss to UFC lightweight champion uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. That's still going on where he threw the uh, the uh, man uh, truck? No, do you remember that after, oh, he hit the, somebody. after the fight, that dude, like, charged the the, uh, the ring, the yeah. octagon. Oh, yes. And then okay. somebody hopped over the ring and right. started going crazy. Okay. I thought this was that other incident in the, um, yeah, where he took the bus. Yeah. Yeah, through the, right. through the dolly or hand truck or whatever. <laughs> uh, goop founder Gwyneth Paltrow annoyed her daughter Apple, as, mom, as moms on Instagram are wont to do. So Apple was annoyed by Goop? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, Paltrow posted a shot of herself and her daughter on the chairlift between ski runs, and in it, the pair smile gamely. Yeah. Uh, Paltrow is um, goggle and helmet free because she's an iconoclast and a rebel. She is. But Apple <laughs> wears both because safety first. Now, many of the bold faced friends of Gwenny had uh, dove into the fray. Jennifer Garner wrote Sweet Triple X, while Elle McPherson wrote That Face. Tracy Anderson wrote, Penny and I are in sync with you two mommy-daughter beauties. Oh, my God. I agree so much. Kate Bosworth and Amanda Decadent, Decadent uh, both dropped heart emojis. Oh, they dropped heart emojis. Naomi Watts and Jenny Connor and January Jones all liked the post, but Apple did not. And no? in fact, Apple wrote, Mom, we have discussed this. You may not post anything without my consent. And uh, Paltrow replied in her comment, you can't even see your face. Shut the f*** up! (laughs) So, uh... Do you realize you're here at one of the top ski resorts in the world Mm. because mommy sells goop? Mm -hmm. Shut up! (laughs) But, uh, no, I think it speaks to teenagers. Yeah. uh, Who, you know... Mom! Yeah, doesn't mean you can't close fist punch them. You're not allowed to post anything (laughs) unless you get permission first. Excuse me? (laughs) No, he's saying close... You're not allowed to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. I'm corrected. Uh, Then we'll do one more story. The Crown star Vanessa Kirby is headed into outer space in Star Dream, an upcoming sci-fi film from the wife's director, Bjorn Runge. Now, she's the one, Vanessa's the one who played uh, Princess Margaret in The Crown. I like her. She's hot, yes. Yeah, yeah. I like her a lot. Uh, She will take on the lead role in a story that charts the course of a hastily constructed spaceship designed uh, to ship cryogenically frozen humans from a dying Earth. So that's her next project, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> We're ready for the clips. All right, so Zach Efron, Snoop Dogg, uh, and more are going to join Matthew McConaughey in the upcoming movie Beach Bum, where McConaughey plays the world's most prolific and consistently stoned poet. In this clip, Isla Fisher talks about how the cast left her a little hazy. Here we go. Everybody sort of was stoned for a lot of it, felt, and I had to sort of s- smooch them. So I felt like I kind of got a contact high and was kind of stoned from smooching them, which was not my idea of fun. Beach Bum will hit theaters on Friday, by the way. Next clip. Danny DeVito has seen Dumbo countless times. So when his old friend Tim Burton offered him a chance to be the ringleader, he couldn't resist. And here, Danny DeVito explains the reason why this movie is so dear to his heart. This is one of my favorite movies. Like, growing up, I've got three kids. Anytime you, the kid wakes up early in the morning, you don't know what to do. You give him a bowl of cereal. You know, you're, you're half asleep. You stick Dumbo in. That was the thing. You only watch Dumbo. I've seen it a hundred times, I think. And Tim called... When I heard he was doing Dumbo, I said, oh, you know, I got to be in this movie. Dead air. By the way, did Tim Burton direct uh, Big Fish? Yeah. Yes. Because he played a ringmaster in that movie, Yeah, he too. did. And uh, they, they work well together. I did. Yeah. DeVito really loves uh, Tim Burton. And DeVito was pointing out the other day that uh, he plays the good guy in this, and Michael Keaton plays the bad guy, and oh. the roles are reversed from Batman 2, which yeah. is also a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Dumbo premieres this Friday, by the way. And there you go, your entertainment report this Damn Friday. good. Thanks, ma'am. We have a Tattoos Day taking place. You're chance to win a free tattoo from us and from uh, world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333. You might win a $350 gift certificate. You don't need to call in later on or anything. We're just going to grab one randomly. 
And uh, it's got to be a precedent Steve tattoo. That's the only stipulation. So get on that today. Uh, we are going to continue our Daily Rush madness as well. Right now, the matchup is Caveman Gossip versus Casey Kasem is hiding on a Native American reservation. WMMR.com to vote on that. And while you're there, you can enter to win a grand prize, which is a pair of tickets to every single punchline show for the rest of the year. You just have to be at least 21 years of age. The entry deadline is coming up on Friday. Uh, April 5th. And you can get the contest rules at WMMR.com. The whole thing is sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. I think of the comedians that come through Punchline for the whole year. It's pretty amazing. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, and we can get our next matchup for the Daily Rush Madness and a bunch of other stuff we got guests and so forth. We'll tell you about those in a bit when we return. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Every hour during this little tournament, we are going to bring you up to speed on current matches that are taking place in Daily Rush Madness. And there is a very cool prize associated for those who vote. So there's a little motivation maybe to go and check these videos out if you haven't seen them in a while. Next up in the Gadzooks division. Facing off against each other. The very first time we meet this creature, it's Meet Manthe up against Ball Sacks Are Yummy. Oh, my God. Two foundational segments. The Ball Sacks Are Yummy, I don't think, is uh, the very, very, very first one. It was was when I screamed Ball Sacks Are Yummy. Uh, And it's a number 12 seed up against Manthe, which is a number 5 seed. Let me play a clip just to remind you. Here's the the first time we met Manthe. All right, play it, Casey. Slow. Remember there was also another woman who bit uh, bit at a woman's finger off. Wait a second. That was awesome. Is that you? What I said was bit it. When are we going to do our wine club again? (laughs) Where we get together and watch that. Nick Lachey show. <laughs> we had slowed down Kathy's traffic right. report to see a uh, or a news report to see if she had made a uh, uh, bit of a flub, and sure enough, it led to that. Manthe was born. Yep, and that is going up against Ballsax. You yummy. Here's a clip from that. Here we go. We need to actually create a cereal called Ballsax. <laughs> Ballsax are yummy. A little. I, I would say uh, something made of with peeling. you, Preston, with the bowl tilted yeah, up slightly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Preston says, Ballsax <laughs> are yummy. yummy. Yeah. Ballsax are yummy. Damn right. All right, so those two vids are available for your viewing and your voting. You go to WMMR.com. You'll see the Daily Rush Madness uh, banner right there. Click on it. It takes you to the videos and where you can vote and where you can enter to win our Punchline Philly Grand Prizes. They're the sponsor of Daily Rush Madness. Pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. It's amazing. You got to be at least 21 years of age to enter. And uh, one entry per person per day. So go for it. Contest rules, WMMR.com, Punchline Philly, Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. So Daily Rush is in full swing. Uh, I want to do a quick shout-out, if you don't mind. Uh, I got this email. It says, my name is Stephanie, and I am your production assistant, Connor's girlfriend. Ooh. Aww. And I was hoping to possibly get a shout-out for my coworker Colleen's birthday. Her birthday is March 31st, and Stephanie, you would know. I never get these things on the right date, so we do our best. Uh, but she's a huge fan of the President Steve Show and listens to your podcast every day since we missed most of the show with work. Uh, if she could get a shout out for her birthday and for all the help that she has given me since we started working together, I would greatly appreciate it. Gadzook said it's from Stephanie. So a shout 
And happy birthday to Colleen. Um, interesting story. Marissa actually had a heads up on this a little while back, but they had an official uh, press release and uh, announcement yesterday. But there is a new arena that is coming to the Philadelphia Sports Complex in South Philly. But this time, it's not a sport that's going to be played on a field or on a court or anything like that. It's on screens. Comcast Spectacore and the Cordish Companies announced plans for a $50 million next-generation eSports and entertainment venue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's uh, $50 million. So uh, we're entering the, the next phase of this when, uh, you know... They're throwing money at these things to see if they will if they will work. Uh, all the indicators seem to be that it's starting to pick up traction. You're wondering, it's a chicken or the egg sort of thing. Is does the enthusiasm over esports warrant this, or is all the excitement on that that side about right. these complexes creating a uptick in esports energy? I don't know, but yeah. there's certainly money behind it. How do I sound like a cranky old fart without saying I, I hate this? I know, uh, and every ounce of my body wants to reject this idea, but also... I, I, I think it's odd saying the, the name eSports. I, I like e-game. I like games better than sports, you know what I mean? I, I agree. Uh, I, understand I understand what they're it. trying to do. Because it is competition. It is, and, and, and it's at some point I have to imagine that it will fall under the realm of a sports betting, right? Would you, be, would you think wow. that that's a likely progression? Yeah, but that's... Uh, like... Wow, is there... Yeah. Stop is there, and think about that. that. That's going to get dirty, too. It could get dirty, you yeah. You can buy off players and stuff. Right, and, right. And yeah. it yes. could get really, really... Yeah. So, like, organized crime could get involved with that. <laughs> sure. And, but, and it has in all sports at one point or another. But, um, yeah, it'd be a little easier, I think, with these sports. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, I went out to L.A. Yep. And I was out there with some friends. And I told you guys that I was at Jay Leno's old theater... And I was it watching. Is. It's crazy theater. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, hanging out. Just hanging out. To the door for esports. I watched the Philadelphia Fusion take on another team. So it was a completed facility that was an, an esports facility? It was yeah. Jay Leno's old theater that they had just transformed I because did, it's just I, sitting there empty. Yeah, she tweeted our pictures and we're like, really? That's made for video games? It was really yeah. impressive. I, I was in that theater and I saw The Tonight Show when Jay Leno was doing it. And uh, so, what, like, like 1,500, 2,000 people? Uh, Something like that, yeah. maybe a little less, but okay. very younger audience. Yeah, not many parents. A lot of people had been like dropped off. Um, so you know, I'm kind of looking at it from like a business point. And I'm seeing like a lot of chicken fingers being sold yeah. and jerseys, but everybody had jerseys on and Lit. was holding up you know signs and all, cheering on these players. Now it's new to oh. me at the time, but it was you a know, thing. I remember you went and uh, you went to get like a picture taken, and you were gonna with the team and. You said they just did not care who you were whatsoever. <laughs> because a friend of mine... Like, hey, Philly, let's do this. Okay, whatever. we got to play video games. <laughs> the entire team was made up of everybody from... Were, maybe the oldest one was 23, 24, and they all lived in like a real-world type house in L.A., and I opened up their fridge, and it was just filled with like ramen noodles and yeah. Encrustables, yeah. and they were very... <laughs> Dude, they, those things are so good. They were just like, ooh, there's a girl here. <laughs> uh, by the way, somebody texted and says, Widener University just announced an eSports college-sponsored team as well. 
So All right. Collegiately. Collegiate esports. Our Maybe scholarships? They exist. I don't know. Are scholarships around the corner Steve, for an esports team that can generate revenue for a school? I guess it would depend on whether it's like a club team right. or a university sanctioned. sanctioned. Yeah. yeah. And if that's the case, then yeah. So, Hell yeah, there would be, I would imagine. This uh, sort of redef- some- But, Preston, to your point, that sort of redefines the delineation in mm-hmm. what is a, a game. Yeah. Because I agree. I. Like I, uh, the the uh, the sports. When I play sports on um, on on my consoles, it's almost uh, the one sport that I've enjoyed playing is hockey. Video, you know the the uh, the NHL yeah. games are cool. Uh, I never got into Madden. I never got into that other stuff on, on the sports things. The racing games, I I'm a I'm yeah. a fan of. But you know what? That's <clears> that's <throat> like I guess how these teams are are created. It's like okay, you know what? Listen, all right, so we got our Madden guy, we got our football guy, we got our racing guy, we got our, our Fortnite guy. I you think know? you're right because yeah. this this is I believe this stadium, Overwatch. I think is the is the game. Yeah, Fusion is Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. So doesn't yeah. everybody just play that game? Yeah, I you know, listen, I don't know. Uh, and I don't like have an opinion uh you know negative or positive about, you know, stuff like this and 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 teams being created for colleges. It's just it it is I, and I hate this term. It is what it is. And this is where this is where what you mean. There's robotics the, teams. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff. And yeah. this is just the way the world is going right now. There's and an you, audience for it. Clearly. Yeah, and I mean. you can you can fight against it or you can just sort of go with it. You know, I was talking to, to Bob Cole about this sort of stuff when, when we were at Worldwide World Stereo, Stereo last week. Like there are people that just want to like resist and resist and resist, you know, Bloodites, whether it be technology. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going anywhere. I mean, no, unless no, like no. we're hit with a with a pulse bomb or no, whatever. No, no, yeah, no. It's 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 going to continue. You're exactly right, and yeah. Bob's right for that. Hey, yeah. here's a uh, here's an interesting uh, synopsis of yeah, it. Yeah. Somebody texted and it says, "You see, you sit around and watch people play football. Same concept for esports. Yeah. Someone better than you plays, and you watch. Yeah, and there you yeah. go. You know, I think the funny thing it's it sort of comes down to what um, Dennis Miller has a line in his act where he said. Uh, you know, he uh, his 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 friend and his son, um, you know, played catch on PlayStation. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. right? so, so it's, it's like, uh, but it's but again, lest you um, dismiss this, there is a lot of money to be made. The yeah. people who excel at these, there are huge conventions. Nick Murphy certainly is is tapped in, into this as far as the viability of this. And we had a discussion earlier, Preston, about about what makes it any different now for for a kid to say. I want to uh, I want to be the world's best um, uh, Call of Duty player, right. and that's what I want to compete on. <laughs> it, it, it is a potential if you are really good, but it's the same thing as a kid saying, "I want to be a basketball player." Yeah, you know, only you you don't have to worry about injuries and things. You don't like have to that. worry that's about injuries. By the way, my eleven year old daughter kicked the ever loving piss out of me oh. multiple times playing Street Fighter last night. Are you oh, kidding? Man. The, the old, you know, the old Sega Street Fighter on the console? On well, I have a, I have the, uh, the video game. game. Yeah, yeah, I have the, the game who, emulator. Who was she? Chun Li? Uh no, she's Cammy. It was from Street Fighter 2. So, yeah, there was a character named Cammy uh and she always plays Cammy and she always kicks my ass in it pisses me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it can fr- well you use- I don't let it manifest into anything like that but inside <laughs> i am a bubbling cauldron with every win the quality of the school she'll eventually go to diminishes yes, yes uh-huh. exactly. uh here's a text talking about the money it says uh last year's winner of starcraft 2 won five hundred thousand dollars in grand prize money now that is uh, i mean sure that's that's a lot of money obviously but that's 
you know, and if people have stars in their eyes and, and dollar signs in their eyes, consider all the thousands and thousands of players that it took to whittle down to eventually get to that. You still have to be elite. Entrance fees, traveling, all right. of that stuff. So, yeah. Before I go to some calls, let me read you some of the details on this thing. Uh, Fusion Arena will sit adjacent to Xfinity Live. So I guess it's going to be part of that building. Somehow or another, they're going to expand on that. The 60,000-square-foot building <laughs> will seat up to 3,500 guests in its event theater. 3,500. That's uh, that's like the Tower Theater, right? Yeah, or the Met. Yeah. Uh, the first-of-its-kind venue will be the largest new construction purpose-built esports arena in the Western Hemisphere. The Fusion will play their matches there for the 2021 season, and it is expected to open early that year, so we're a little ways off from it. And it will serve as an arena for gaming events and live entertainment programming. So I don't know what all that means. So you're going to have maybe like, there might be some concerts there or something. I don't know. Or, or smaller. Or, or like I'm thinking like like uh, Twitch events, YouTube type events. Uh, you know things that are probably more um, yeah. online based and other other games. Just because it, perhaps so they're focusing in on this one game and this one league. I assume that's what they're called. But I'm sure they can bring in other games as well. But I'm wondering if they'll expand up other other things than video games. You know what I mean? Like like have, have yeah, like a concert there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like bands and so forth. It's uh, a cool looking design. I mean, it is really slick looking. We well, should we should talk to uh, somebody over there and find out what they have planned for it. It would be cool because they can't do concerts outside late at night right there in Xfinity Live because mm-hmm. of the noise. So yep. if they can bring it inside, that kind of changes the. So game is, and is this the, where we have the uh, is this where we have the camp out? Is that where it is? I uh, think it's where the parking lot is, where, where the, the Spectrum used to be. Oh, all right, yeah. So it's it's adjacent to Xfinity, adjacent, yeah. but oh, you mean right in that right, part of the parking right, lot? Right, no, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, so according to Comcast, the six thousand square foot public entry will greet guests as they enter the space and includes 2,000 square feet of interactive media surface hovering 30 feet above them. Uh, the arena's seating options include two balcony bars, club seats with USB ports, <laughs> flexible lodge boxes, and exclusive suites. Additionally, nearly 10,000 square feet will be dedicated to a training facility, wow. broadcast studio, and team offices. So think about that. So the, the bar has USB ports. You know, I'm going down to Patty's because they have really good Wi-Fi and their Ethernet setup is top notch. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's that's the consideration now. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the, the artist rendering of the outside and the inside, very sleek, very high-tech looking. Yeah. And the, the, the setup. You know, obviously, as you well imagine, there's there's a huge screen and all that stuff ready to accommodate this. Preston, we walked in. Um, we were guests at a um, at an event. I forget what the game was. Super Smash Brothers. Was it Super Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Trocadero. We walked in, and it was a cacophony. Oh my god! You know, it, 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 it did nothing but confuse me. <laughs> it's so fast, it's too much, and they're playing so at such a high competitive level. Yep, it was almost, it was almost. You're going to have epilepsy from the thing yeah. because you're just. It was a mile a minute. Super Smash Brothers is like a battle royale, Marissa. So there's just like you know all these these characters just battling, and and I I'm looking. It just looks like a digital mess to me. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really follow. But if you're if it's a game you play, then you know exactly all the nuances that you're looking for. I tell you though, when we so we had a. a a thing over at Xfinity where we did a, a sort of a, a land game where you know we had uh, four competitors playing. I think it was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It really is, especially on a huge screen like that. So you can see the um, the seductive aspect of this. 
Um, I'll be curious to see how it goes. The artist artist rendering. There's a video that Nick is rolling on our monitor here. Uh, it, it's. I mean, it looks like a like a concert venue. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks. It's really impressive. Um, but wow, they are sinking a lot into this, and I guess it's it's the next well, way. Well, compared to banking on it. So compared to, well, yeah. I, I my argument actually, as I was saying, it wouldn't even hold up because it's. We're trying to compare it to. Well, you know, compared to, compared to like Citizens Bank Park, but it's it's a vast you know occupancy difference. Yeah. And and uh, obviously it's it's a proven uh, you know sport. Yeah. This is still in its embryonic stages. Well, let me ask you, though, because um, when it comes to gaming, you have an element that you don't have, or at least I don't think you have, when it comes to, like, actual sports. Right. And that is glitching, right? So how how oh, can know. how can you have a fair game? Like, Press, you and I were playing uh, that VR game, the, uh, the Beat Saber, and there's a major glitch in that. There are you know, rules. There are rules that would govern that, right? There's got to be. Yeah, there, 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 there are. This has been going on for years, and these large games and these large conventions. And one of the big Halo has had. Think of any game where there, there's a multiplayer component, yeah. and there are tournaments for them. Steve, it's the do-over rule. It's the yeah. do-over. I call do-over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you the, only the, get the, the official gets on the microphone and everything. We have a do-over. <laughs> uh, let me. That's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let me let me go to Evan. Hi, Evan. Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Hey, bud. What'd you want to comment on? Uh, you guys were talking earlier about that. that well, two things actually. Yeah. But first things, the uh, scholarship that already exists. Yeah. It does exist. Where? Um, at some university in Ohio. It's uh, Ashland, I think. I think it's like four thousand bucks, man. <laughs> four thousand. That'll get you. That'll yeah. get you. Wow. That'll get you a textbook. <laughs> you might get the meal yeah, plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, maybe a couple of pencils. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> a couple of pencils. Um, so, but you're. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm, I'm sure. And in fact, I'm, I would be positive that that's not the only I school that gives more. it away. I think there's more than that. When yeah. it starts, yeah, when it's not, they were calling it the Fortnite scholarship. The Fortnite scholarship. Yeah. 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 All right, Evan, what else? You and, said there were listen, two things. And the second thing was, I feel yeah. bad for you, so I want to give you a little bit of advice. Right. If you want to win, you got to play as Akuma, man. Street Fighter, Akuma. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Akuma? Which character is that? He's like the dude with the fire-looking hair and the big beads around his neck. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, that's Dalzim. No. Or no, Dalzim has the skulls around his neck, but... No, that's oh, you're thinking of Regis. That's Dalzim. Well, I call him Dalzim. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, Okuma, man. You can't lose. Okuma. All right, I'll check right. him out. Thank All you, right. man. Rock on, Evan. Yeah, see you. Later, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on, Marissa, do you this have guy? a picture of him? Red yeah, hair? Yeah, yeah, okay. I know who he is. Yeah, he's right about that. He's right. All right, let me go to, uh, let's go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, Joe? Uh, so you guys mentioned eSports. Yes. And how you guys don't like that tag? Um, the media is actually the one that tagged them as esports. However, most gamers will actually want to be referred to as a sport, not an esport. So, all right. So you you're saying that most gamers would prefer that you re, you remove the e and just classify it as a straight up sport. Yeah, uh, a lot of them really take it seriously. Like, there's tons and tons of training. Um, and in all honesty, it really is a sport because it really takes that, um, that dexterity as well as the, uh, the mental capacity to be able to handle a quick split second decision and be able to understand 
what you have to do after somebody does something. Uh, well, Joe, Joe, would, would you say would you say competitive chess is a sport? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you can say things like darts and, and billiards and so on. I, I consider those games as opposed to sport. Now, you can are we doing debate. sport or not a sport? You can, yeah, you can debate what's a sport or not a sport. Sport or not a sport. E-sport or not a sport. Yeah, I don't like having that conversation, you know, because, you know, people, yeah, you know, when, listen, when skateboarding and all that sort of stuff, sort of, you know, and, and uh, the E-games or the, the X Games, games had, a, had a hell of a time getting accepted. And I, people I, wanted to have that argument. And it's like, listen, man, you can't win. It. You can't. You, no. You, and it's not it's not a, if people want to believe it's that that's fine. Or they classify it as that. To me, I think um, is I football don't sport. I <laughs> I think of when you're sitting with a controller. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think of it more as a game, as you said, Preston, as yeah, opposed always, to a sport. But again, then again. I've always called them video games. It's a baseball game. It's I a know. football game. I mean, you can make True. money bowling. You can make money playing billiards. And, and I knew a guy, this guy, Ed. Uh, Ed. Ed, yeah. Ed was a great guy. Tended bar at John Harvard's. But before that, Steve, he toured the country playing foosball. Yeah. And that was his sport of, you know. So, and, and I like playing foosball, but, you know, there are certain people that are just better at it, right? Same thing with video games. Like, I watch my son play Fortnite, and I cannot keep up. And oh, then, it's ridiculous, yes. The funny thing is, is when I uh, ground him from Fortnite, he just watches it on YouTube, you know? <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. So, so were he to come to you in, mm-hmm. in uh, you know, five, six, seven, eight years and say, I would like to be a competitive Fortnite player... Well, I mean, what's the difference between that and my daughter wanting to, like, you know, be on Broadway? So, you know, so that's something you'd be, you'd say, okay. I want you to do something you love. Yeah. But just make sure that you have make sure like you're a, a lawyer. Well, well, make sure you have a fallback plan. You right, know, right, like yeah. if my daughter wants to be on Broadway, that's fine. But you know, I want you to double major. Listen, you know? it, it's still gonna be, yeah. it's still gonna be the odds of you being a top level champion at this are are going to be similar to professional sports. Yes. I mean, the the, the, the tiniest. You know, percentage makes it to the show. That's right, and that will be the same thing with this. Because listen, it, it takes some physical ability, some you know, uh, hand-eye coordination, a little bit of mental ag- or physical uh, agility with your hands, yep. uh, and some people are going to be better at it than others. Now, there might be a bigger pool to choose from because the physical limitations are fewer for something like this. You know what I mean? And more people can at least try to do it. It's going to make for some wild Wheaties boxes when you have a 600-pound guy with cheese doodle dust on his fingers going. But I think about those kids, Steve. We saw that video a little while back, and I forgot which video game system it was, but they make special game controllers for kids with physical limitations like amputations and missing limbs or... Uh, uh, cerebral palsy and it's things amazing. like that. It's it's, it's amazing. So cool. And if you if you if you don't watch that, you're not you're not moved to tears because it's so cool. Yep. Yeah. No, it's a wonderful thing. I agree, and it does allow an entree for them. Yeah. What I don't know about esports is its lasting power. And, yeah. And I don't know. If that's, this, a, that's a good question. If this arena will be uh, uh, important in five years, or if it'll just be collecting dust. And and Casey, when you talk about your daughter maybe doing something on Broadway, my guess is that the 10, 15, 20 years from now, there'll still be Broadway productions, and people will want to sing and dance and and that kind of thing. I don't know. 
know if people are going to be playing Fortnite in two years, let alone five. And so when you talk about a kid's future in an, in an industry like this, to me, there are a ton of question marks. It doesn't mean it's not fun or not entertaining mm-hmm. or that there's not an audience. I get all of that. I just don't know the lasting power of this stuff. What we might be looking at, Nick, is the site of the future Preston and Steve Museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody texted in. Or they change it. Somebody texted, you guys could do Camp Out for Hunger indoors. And I was like, that kind of defeats the purpose of the Camp Out <laughs> right. for Hunger. Yeah. Wait a but, minute. Yeah. Camp in for hunger. Camp, in, Camp for hunger. in in a luxurious setting for hunger. We could mm. just sit around and watch TV Camp for a in week. and play video games for hunger. Yeah. I love it. It's for charity. Any chicken fingers <laughs> uh-huh. for yeah. hunger. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring some of that mustard from the Wells Fargo Center yeah. over. Um, we'll no, just but- sit here. You bring the food for hunger. <laughs> But listen, the 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 lasting power is uh, that that's a big uh, that's a big variable. I mean, they're spending fifty million dollars on this facility, hoping that uh, the esports will will draw enough people to pay for that. You know yeah. what, what I mean? What are the top competitive video games? So this is going to be Overwatch, There's right? Fortnite and Overwatch. For, are two Fortnite and Overwatch. I know that Halo for the longest time had, oh, had Madden. a Madden. Madden. Madden was um, a huge one. Nick, do me a favor. Look up eSport uh, games, I guess, yeah. if you are the top eSport games, just uh, out of curiosity. Do you remember that show, the movie when, in the 80s was The Wizard with uh, Fred Savage? Yes. You know, It was a movie. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said show, but I meant movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, this... This sort of, you know, the competitive video game thing. Yeah. Obviously, uh, arenas are are kind of the new thing, but, you know, there have been oh. pin... Yeah, you know. Oh, it's been around. My uncle was yeah. a, uh, in St. Louis, he was the uh, the Asteroids champion. I mean, it goes what? that really? far back. <laughs> Preston, yeah. mm-hmm. I knew a guy who was a pinball wizard. No way. No, but legitimately, he, he made it on the cover of a local magazine there because he had a, a score that nobody could beat. And and asteroids. It was, and that is Asteroids. That's going back to the, you know, that's that's first generation video it, game oh, yes, stuff. Yes, way back. back like Pong. Um, uh, Nick Murphy, our resident uh, gamer, is uh, is amongst us. Hey, man. Hey, I had uh, something to think about, too. Um, so these games keep coming out, and they keep coming out, like, year after year. And, yeah, you know, yeah. For a few years and stuff. And it seems like they one game takes a hold and it's very popular for like three or four years. So three or four years down the line, there's going to be like a whole new game. So some of these games we're not even going to be playing. At exactly. Right. So exactly. There's like a new basketball every like five years that like has to like grab audiences' attention. You're talking about like a, a, a live real sport, new basketball. Yeah, we're playing yeah. new basketball this time. Guys. Right. Here's the rules for new basketball. Hope you paid attention to last basketball because now this basketball, totally different. So, so Steve, Cronum could still come back. Cronum can come back. <laughs> so to that point, Nick Murphy, uh, it, the um, that's why I wanted to know the, the top the top games because you know there are games that were massively in, in, in a vogue and and, and a popularity like Halo that yeah. that has there hasn't been a new Halo in a while and it's not the competitive game it used to be. So you're right. It's like now we're playing 2019 football. Yeah, right. You exactly. know, because while new Madden's come out and stuff like that. Yeah. You, well, there's a whole, you, you're and will the facility accommodate revolving sports? Basically, I would think that they would have to. Yeah, I mean, they have to kind of keep up with that. It, it makes it makes challenges uh, for kind of like all the industries at, around that. So now, if you want to be like. An esports commentator, yeah. you need to be up on yeah. basketball, hockey, you know, like five <laughs> different five games, know all the rules and know all the ins and outs of all that stuff. By the way, if you're just tuning in, the reason we're on this conversation is they're going to build a, a $50 million esports arena adjacent to Xfinity Live. It was the, the details were announced yesterday. It's called Fusion, Fusion Arena. Nick pulled up the top. Um, esports games awarding prize money. Yes. I've only heard of one of them. 
Uh, number one is Dota 2. Yes. You're familiar with that, yeah, Nick? That's, that's, that's a few years old at this point. Uh, that count- was the big buzz one for a while, and yeah. that's fallen out a little bit. Yeah, Counter-Strike been- Global Offensive yeah. to Shooter. Number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, League of Legends yeah. is number three. Four is StarCraft 2. Mm-hmm. That's the one that won a half million dollars we were talking about earlier. And then number five is Fortnite. Yeah, so all these games are several years old at this point, so there's still there's still that draw. But you're also seeing like the indus- the gaming industry itself uh, rework itself to accommodate some of these things. So now you know instead of just making a good game, that you're like, oh, this will be a really cool version of Street Fighter. Now everyone's like, hey, this will be a cool version of Street Fighter, but we need to make sure it's competitive so people can. Uh, do these contests and do and take esports into consideration too. Also, the, the gaming companies now they want to have the game that's going to take out Fortnite. Yeah. That's going to be the one that's mm-hmm. going to that's and as you say. So, what of these? Which one on the, in the top five has had the longest shelf life? Would it be StarCraft? Uh, probably StarCraft. Uh, maybe even that that Dota is still yeah. is still up there. I forget which one came out first, but they're they're of that same ilk. Yeah. Really important question: Is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate a thing? Yeah, it's still it, that's the that's the newest like fighting one, and that's the the the, the convention we went to. So it's like Super Mario Brothers. So it's it's characters from Super Mario Brothers, but they fight each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, in a battle battle royale is like the new thing. It's like yeah. everyone. There's multiple people. You know, eight sometimes a hundred. And everyone battles for like it's like the Hunger Games, basically. Yeah. So is that marketed to people who played Super Mario Brothers, or is it a new generation of people learning the game? It's more marketed toward a new people okay. who played. So they they want that game to be competitive, and they built it like they tried to make a Pokemon fighting game. <laughs> it didn't quite the, go. No, in, <laughs> yeah. in the hopes that it would be this this arena game, but mm. it did not make. I'm it. holding out for Dig Dug to make a uh, Dig Dug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frogger. Maybe I should start practicing now. <laughs> Frogger, man. Battle Royale. Uh, by the way, somebody texted in, and the soccer team is still t- stuck in Chester. <laughs> <laughs> I was there on Saturday. It was awesome. Oh, no. And nobody's saying yeah. that it isn't, but uh, they're crazy. building a $50 million video game <laughs> arena. Maybe they want to try... Video game soccer? Yeah. yeah. Well, so is Rocket League still a thing? Rocket League's still pretty big. That's yeah. like cars playing soccer. It's, yeah, so you're in this futuristic car that can jump and you hit this giant ball and it, it's well, like FIFA, a one-on-one soccer game. FIFA's a huge um, uh, uh, game that has a, uh, you know, that, that that ends up being... Um, yeah. Uh, There's too uh, many buttons seller. on the controller, all right, guys? <laughs> there are too many buttons. There was a joystick and one button uh-huh. and then it turned into like a little a pad and two buttons and now you have you used to have two trigger buttons. Now you have four trigger buttons. I've been rocking the four trigger buttons. I for can't a do it. Brain. I hate to tell you this. Brain. I have the I have the Xbox. I have the uh, the Pro uh, uh, the the Pro controller. You know what? Yeah. I don't know. No. <laughs> Still use the same buttons. <laughs> same buttons. I but a using. lot of these games are played on keyboards. I was surprised to yeah. see that. Yeah, probably uh, most of what that list that you were reading is yeah. all kind of PC based rather than console based. Yeah, I can't do that. It doesn't uh, ergonomically. It doesn't work for me. I got to hold it in my hand. So, you know? uh, so a prediction from uh, Nick Murphy here. Uh, you know. Uh, as as Casey was pointing out, it, it's going to continue. What what do you think the long term likelihood is of this? Uh... I mean, if they're sinking this much money into it, they must see that it's going to be around for a while. You yeah. figure, right? It's not. You yeah. know, I don't know if they're going to hold uh, live events there all the time, but they could easily do like live streaming things. Bar mitzvahs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So hang on. Okay. That's the thing for me. We're talking about video mm-hmm. and getting bodies. 
into a venue to see this stuff. I, I, me personally, don't see the draw in that, but apparently it's there. Yeah. But to be able to consistently put, you know, a few thousand people in those seats to watch people play video games is what I'm really interested to see if they can pull off. Yeah, not to further, like, the gamer stereotype of most people who are, not most people, some many people who are into video games have kind of antisocial behaviors. They kind of <laughs> would prefer to be alone. So the I idea agree. of yeah. putting a lot of those people in one spot. Now, that being said, I've gone to a ton of video game conventions, and you would think that it would be, like, uh, tumbleweeds everywhere, but those things turn into... Uh, like huge ragers, it's crazy. Sure, yeah, and and uh, again, I regardless of what the we, it's sort of amorphous at this point. I have to say though, I'm very excited yeah. by it. Yeah, when you're talking about audience, we forget that we have all these colleges here in Philadelphia. So you put a bus on Drexel and Penn's campus, fill up two or three buses. Okay, bring that down to South Philly. No, I guess, yeah, listen, where, I guess where are the loose women at and the video games? <laughs> I they put the word out yeah. on, on those campuses. People yeah. might, yeah, you're right. Get over there. Yeah, I def- uh, there's definitely a viability here, and uh, and I'm not I'm not contesting this whatsoever. I just can't compete anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, the the my my capabilities to to be able to keep up went went away a long long time ago but it doesn't mean i'm a hater on it at at all like i'm i'm totally cool with it like i watch my kids play video games right but i'm just uh I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just—I can't do it anymore. If, you, if you and your friends back in the day were playing, and one of them pissed you off, you could reach over and punch them. Yep. If they pissed you off, can't do that to your kids, <laughs> and they're beating you every yeah. time. I tell you what, but though, you know free for all mode, like in the Call of Duty games and modern and modern warfare, and uh, the, on those modes, I jump on. I can, I can take out my fair share of twelve-year-olds. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I've had my good runs, and, and just that alone is a thrill. I'm never going to be champion. Yeah. But I'm 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 necessary to the squad. You know what? I can still throw a football fifty yards. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me go suck on that. Let me go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys today? Good. What do you want to say, Michelle? <clears throat> this I live this life. I have two boys. Um, my son is going to the League of Legends um, spring finals in St. Louis okay. in April. Um, it's sold out. He said he waited a day to get some friends together to go, and they have tickets in the nosebleed section. That's sold <laughs> There's out a with nosebleed oh, he's, section? He's not competing. He's just going to this. He's just going to watch. Wow. Okay. A group of nosebleed. college friends are going to watch. They play League of Legends. They watch League of Legends. They went to a school that he started. They started a club to hopefully get um, – the university funding for League of Legends competitive play. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, so let me ask you a question. How does he? How did he get this money to travel to St. Louis and go see League of Legends? How did he get this money? Okay, he's a college graduate. Okay, he's, he's been out of school for about five years. Okay, is he working? Uh, he's working. Okay, he's a computer scientist. Okay. All right. He went, All right. He, he went to school. That is nothing but computers and gaming, and um, it's called Dakota State University in Madison, South Dakota, and they just do cybersecurity. They do gaming. They do computer sciences. All right, this is this is a this is a crapshoot question. (laughs) What does his girlfriend think of this? His girlfriend likes him to go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, that's better than she, he doesn't have a girlfriend, there which is go. what you were expecting. <laughs> right, yeah. um, all right, so do they bore you with stupid classes like history and math and uh, Spanish, oh, or yeah. is it uh, they do? Yes, you have to do the – it's a regular four-year college. Um, you have to do all the preliminary freshman classes, but once you get up there, it's nothing but gaming classes and programming classes and um, – he participates in this thing called Global Game Jam every year. Nick Murphy's Nick Murphy's nodding, yeah. So he knows all yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, and um, he goes back to college with his friends. They get together for, I think it's like 48 hours of caffeine field creating a game from music to coding to actually presenting it, and they do it globally. Well, it's from from what we're saying. And I, listen, I, I knew that there was a a, a global uh, market for this stuff, but as and as Nick Murphy had mentioned, uh, you you know you assume Comcast did their due diligence, and that's why they're dropping fifty mil on, on this facility. So right. it's obviously going to be the future for at least a while. Okay, Gary. Right. I think yeah. we're all asking the wrong questions here. Thank you, Michelle. The well, question that we need to be asking ourselves is how can I make money on this? Mm-hmm. How can I, where can I invest my money because I didn't invest in Apple and Google and Amazon <laughs> and all this other nonsense. And if this is where the world is going, where does my money need to go? Where do you, what are the odds that we're going to have the right answer to that yeah, and not end up in some sort of folly that's going to yeah. clean us out? I think you're a little late to the party. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, Son of a bitch! That doesn't mean that, that you can't invest in a team or something like that but you know when you get on board great ideas early that's when you that's when the cake rolls in but and cake is actually what you want to sell at these places who the hell knows (laughs) you know when these things are going to take when they're not so it's it's hard to say um uh do we have time to take another call just one quick call okay marissa wanted this gentleman to call in who do we have here marissa uh this is uh rob he is actually the guy that brought me out to that fusion game a few years ago in california and is now in the forefront of bringing them back here to philly well are you are you affiliated with the team rob Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob Johnson. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer for Nerd Street Gamers. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and we are affiliated with the team. We host their official watch parties. Uh, we have a lot of different Overwatch tournaments at our facilities. So happy to discuss and get any questions that you guys would, would want to know about it, particularly about how do I make money on this? Yeah, yeah how do we make money go. on this? <laughs> yeah, answer that one, Rob. So how to make money on this? And for everything that has been going into the stadium and these pro teams and the amazing job Comcast Spectacore has done, uh, one of the parts in Comcast Spectacore is a partner of Nerd Street Gamers, the feeder system to get there. So as these teams develop and these pro teams develop across the country and these major stadiums are being built, how do you and I get there? And where is this feeder system and where are the camps? And that's where Nerd Street Gamers builds the infrastructure to get amateur players to pro or to get somebody who just thinks that they're good at a game into a boot camp or into a national championship series event. So you're, 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 you're a tangential training facility to, for, for, kid, for people who really are a little bit more serious about pursuing a competitive career with this, correct? And it doesn't even have to be a little more serious. If you just want to know. We hosted a Fortnite Friday, a Fortnite uh, tournament at the Wells Fargo Center for the Wings game a couple weeks ago. We think that there's gamers in everyone. And once you're presented the opportunity, uh, we find out that more often than not, there is. All right. So very small tournaments to start and then all the way up to what the Fusion are doing at their stadium. Listen, we all, I mean, we all play games. Uh, you know, I, I, Casey's a gamer. I'm a gamer. Preston, yep. uh, I, Marissa, do you do anything? I 
watch it? No. <laughs> I know, Nick, you play a little bit, right? <laughs> no, no, I, I hate games, but okay. that's okay. Rob, you used to work at Xfinity Live, right? I did. I'm actually a former pro sports marketing executive, uh, opened Xfinity Live, and now uh, chief marketing officer of Nurse Street Gamers. There's a lot of parallels to entertainment between what happens in South Philadelphia, uh, what's going into South Philadelphia, and just how to bring this to the masses. This is a tipping point for for esports and competitive gaming, for sure, what this this flag planted in South Philadelphia. And can you tell us where the arena is actually going to go, where it's going to exactly be? The arena in South Philadelphia? It's going to be right next to Xfinity In In the lot yeah. where the Spectrum used to be? It's right in, the, right in the shadow where the Spectrum used to be, but in the middle, everybody who goes to any event in Philly will see it. And it's connected to Xfinity Live? It's not necessarily connected. Okay. And it's, just, it's a free standalone stadium okay uh it's beautiful and um you know look forward to programming events there from nursery gamers as well that maybe everybody would like to try well one of the most important questions coming from mmr can we host concerts in there yes and it's a it's a beautiful concert venue to go with it okay as well. and, i had a uh, feeling yeah, yeah. Did, a, did a did a good job making the layout and making it multi-purpose all right uh but it's e-gaming for it's esports sport first uh, and then will be a great concert venue as well. All right, mm. cool. All man. Right. All right, well, all right. Congrats! That's uh, that's huge for your business. Then it is. It's huge for Philadelphia, being ground zero for what is this emerging industry. And we cool have then. Jay Leno to thank for it. Apparently, <laughs> that's what uh, Marissa said, right? Yeah. Because we were at the theater. The Jay oh, Leno. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> all right, Rob. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. All right. Uh, well, a lot of people have been on hold to talk about this, but we, we got into so much, we didn't get a chance to go to all these calls, but we, everybody's got an opinion one way or another on it. We were too informative. I think that was uh, I think that might have yeah. been our problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. $50 million <laughs> esports and entertainment venue, uh, and it'll be open and running by, it says, the 2021 season. Is there a season? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> For esports, that's another thing. Year out, I mean, it yeah. could be no matter what. No, no esport event was ever called for weather. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I so. think the saddest thing is there won't be like NFL films footage of uh, right. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On that morning, just, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keyboard and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty well. Fifty million dollar uh, venue for specifically for esports. It'll be used for other things, but that is going. It's going to be home of our uh, local team, which is the Fusion. It's going to be called Fusion Arena. Pretty wild. All right. Interesting. Thanks for the calls. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment with Bizarre File Stories. I think you shall enjoy, so don't you stray too far. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Warhawks. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. America. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Warhawks. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyboard local shots. The Warhawks. Jack.
Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Third matchup of the day to announce and your chance to vote and possibly enter to win a pretty cool prize from our friends at Punchline Philly. Our next matchup for the 8 o'clock hour in the Anyway category, the Anyway quadrant of the brackets, we have the secret farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall Oh yeah! against Top Gun Sucks. So these are the two videos, the Daily Rush videos. Let me play a clip from each just to bring you back up to speed. Here's the secret farm. But no! The farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall? There's a farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall? Yeah, they have... Mall. The they have farm lo- behind the Plymouth <laughs> Meeting Mall. <laughs> this year's crop is death. <laughs> I didn't know there was a farm back then. Oh, yeah, it's been there for about 20 years. No one's ever come back from it, though. All right, so that one, by the way, is a number three seed. It's going up against a number 14 seed, which is Top Gun Sucks. <laughs> let me play a clip from that video. Here we go. Uh, this is an awful movie. It it's is horrible. I hate this movie. <laughs> it's a it wonderful so movie. It came out, and it was such a big deal. Oh, I can't and stand everybody it. fell for it. I remember watching the scenes and the hokey dialogue, <laughs> even as a teenager. All right, you can vote. Right now, WMMR.com, which video should win in the Daily Rush Madness? And while you're at WMMR.com voting on this, enter win our Punchline Philly Grand Prize, which is a pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. You have to be at least 21 years of age to enter that, and you can enter once per day. So stay on board as we're doing this entire run to find out your favorite Daily Rush video. Real quick, before we get into the Bizarre File, I wanted to mention this. Uh, it's the season for 5Ks, walks and runs and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I am going to be hosting three in the very near future. And I wanted to mention this one. It's called a Mother's Wish 5K Run Walk. And this is the first year that a Mother's Wish has done this type of event. My wife is on the board, and this is for... Uh, helping find and fund research for a cure of IBD. So that is an inflammatory bowel disease such as Crohn's disease, which my daughter has, which is why we're so passionate about this. Crohn's disease, uh, ulcerative uh, colitis, ulcerative colitis, and other uh, diseases. So this event is going to be on May 11th, and we're going to have the walk at Hebner Park uh, in Collegeville. Actually, That's a great park. We've done walk out. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, so we've, I'd love to get you on my team. I really, really want you to sign up for this if you can because we want to make it a big event. It's the first time that we've ever done this. When is it, Preston? Uh, it's on May 11th. May 11th. And I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to run. Really? Okay. really? Yeah, so right. I've started to run a little bit. As long as my knees are good, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to run these 5Ks instead of walk them and instead of just host them. You know what I'm going to do then? I'm going to start a charity for knee replacement surgery. Thank you. That will benefit you. <laughs> I'll need it by the end of May. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyhow, uh, you can get signed up. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com and click on the community page and look for A Mother's Wish. And it's Mother's Day weekend, so it's the day before Mother's Day. And I'd love to have you on board for that. It's only 25 bucks, and uh, my daughter would greatly appreciate it. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Are we doing the Bizarre File? Yeah, I think I just deleted it. My bad. Okay. Sorry, right. dude. Uh, no, it's it's okay, roast beef. <laughs> it's all good. 
Give me a second. Uh, it's okay. You see, uh, see, this is great. You peel back the curtain and you can see how the show operates. I know a lot of people think, how can this show be so ultimately flawless all the time? <laughs> and this gives you a little peek into what we actually do to make it so. By the way, at the community page of PrestonandSteve.com, you'll find all kinds of great uh, community events that you can participate in. Now we can make it to our file. Here we are. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Gwynedd Mercy University with excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service a uh, Gwynedd Mercy University education. is a real game changer. Learn more at a G Mercy use open house. <laughs> Let's take that A right out. <laughs> Learn more at uh, G Mercy use spring open house April 13th at 10 a.m. You can sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. Casey, can you scratch I that I will out? do Thank that. Thank you very much. Okay. Claw, claw it out. Uh, this first story took place in the town that my wife and I got married in. Ooh. Arnold, Missouri police are investigating an unusual incident that occurred at the Enterprise Rent-A-Car on Thursday. Two employees became dizzy and shaky, and they didn't know why. Workers were taken to an urgent care center, and then they were transferred to the hospital. Officers questioned a 19-year-old male employee, and he admitting putting LSD in their water bottles of the oh, two co-workers. You can't do that. And a third employee's coffee cup. Police said the man told them that he did it because his fellow employees had, quote, negative energy. <laughs> and the worker's reaction is consistent with the use of LSD. They had increased heart rate, temperature, high blood pressure, causing uh, shakes or tremors. What's the law on this? If you believe someone is experiencing negative energy, can you dose them with LSD? I think that on a technicality, yeah, yeah. you are allowed. I think the, the, it's a gray area, at to least. dose them with LSD without their knowledge. Uh, the enterprise workers were okay after the effects of the drugs wore off, and no charges will be filed until lab tests are done on the water, but the suspect could face charges of second-degree assault and possession of a controlled substance. Trying to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Generally speaking, getting trapped inside an air vent is going to make you look suspicious. Sean Maranzino was found stuck inside an air conditioning vent by employees of called around dental care in Bayshore, Long Island, more than three hours after he got trapped. Now, listen to this. A dentist there, Dr. Mike Cauldron, said the accused burglar claimed that he was looking for his cat named Sparkles. (laughs) When he got trapped in the air vent. And he claimed that he worked for the fire department. Oh, really? And requested a ladder. Uh, Police arrested him, uh, who was charged with four additional burglaries in the past week as well. But he couldn't find sparkles (sighs) anywhere. My dog. He said, cat, you cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A woman who stabbed her boyfriend in the face after he caused him to be kicked out of a Brian Adams concert last summer. Will return to court in May. Most girlfriends would stab their boyfriends in the face for taking them yes. to a Brian Adams concert. <laughs> reversal in the of face. that. So in the face. it's a very lengthy story. I had to actually edit it way down. Uh, the 34-year-old woman was convicted in provincial court. Uh, this is in Canada on Tuesday of uh, charges of assault and um, 
This happened at their home after the concert. So, so they, they had time to think about it. So Judge Walsh found uh, the woman guilty of assaulting a peace officer for spitting on him as well. Uh, but the woman and her boyfriend took the stand of their trial on Tuesday, but Walsh rejected both their testimony, saying that they uh, were attempting to minimize the altercation. Uh, the woman told uh, the court that she and her boyfriend had gone to a concert with her mother. Near the end of the show, she left her seat to stand with the crowd closer to the stage, and a man sitting in the front took issue with her. The man took out his phone and said he was going to report her, and her boyfriend took the phone away and threw it. And that's when security got involved, uh, telling that the court that uh, she had decided to uh, leave with her boyfriend and was told by security personnel to get out. She said I was upset. Mom said I missed a good part of the show. <laughs> Brian sang a tribute to his father. Oh, man, that's, that's probably very touching. After walking home, saying goodbye to the babysitter and putting her youngest child to bed, she confronted her boyfriend. She said, I remember going upstairs and asked him why he would ruin the last 20 minutes of the concert when there was basically no need. Had he performed cuts like a knife yet? I, I don't know. I wanted him to leave. I told him he ruined my night, that he should have kept his hands to himself and none of it would have happened. I was pretty upset. The woman testified she'd asked the man multiple times to leave to no avail, telling him that she would call the police and have him removed. She pushed him, she said, scratching him in the face in the process. She said the man then threw her to the floor. She got up and punched him. She said, I remember he had a beer in his hand. I noticed blood, so I figured that he was cut. Cut like a knife. Cut like a knife. As the man went outside to have a cigarette, she took a pot of macaroni salad from the fridge and threw it at him. Oh, my God. She missed him, though, and hit the door instead. After seeing a Brian Adams concert, shouldn't it be all for one? Yeah, you should, right? Yeah. yeah. All for Full one. one. Uh, the woman said that after her boyfriend threw her to the floor a second time, she grabbed a small paring knife from the dish rack on the kitchen counter. Where's the paring knife? So I decided to pick it up, I guess, to instill fear because I wanted him out of the house and nothing was working. He came towards me. I literally had the knife three seconds, and then he had it in his hand and threw it. I don't believe the knife touched his face at all. Woman said her boyfriend then told her that she she was he was going up the street to her mother's home to get a cigarette and left. She arrived at her mother's home to find police cars and ambulance. She said two of the officers arrested her before she had a chance to speak, handcuffing her and putting her in the back of the police cruiser. She spit on the cops. The story goes on for like three more pages, but I think you get the gist of it. Here. I hope uh, Brian Adams hears about this. Story. I hope he gets word of this. I wanted to call you and thank you for your passion about my music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I I don't know we'll uh, we'll have to I'll, I'll, maybe I'll do a follow up if honestly you could make that into a movie and I would be there on opening night I think it's screaming for it all right listen it's already twenty minutes after eight we need to break and uh, come back in just a moment or two wait Casey's giving me something Ooh. to give away uh, we have the movie screening of Shazam coming up IMAX screening on April first it's Monday seven p.m. at the UA Riverview. It uh, doesn't open until Friday, April 5th, so we can get you in advance. We'll take seven callers. 215-263-WMMR is the number, so go ahead and get on board right now, and we will get you to that movie. Coming back in a moment, our friend Jose Garces is going to be here today. Uh, so we'll talk to him a little bit later about an event he has coming up. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we, uh, let's see, did we already do our matchup for this hour, Casey? Yes. Okay, yeah. so we've done that. Uh, we do have voting that's up for Daily Rush Madness. Uh, go take a look at WMMR.com. All today's matchups are right there for you. And uh, new is, uh, we announced this this morning, 
It's a chance for you to win a Punchline Philly Grand Prize pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. I love it. And you can enter once a day. So feel free to go back and watch those videos and vote every single day. A thank you in order uh, to some friends stopping by today. McFarland's Market of Merchantville uh, brought us in their Old World Italian hoagie made with Deeds and Watson peppered ham. Uh, how do you say this, Casey? Uh, that's Is the, that Gabagool? That's Gabagool right ham there. Ham Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. Or... Capicola, as it, as it is written out. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, the originals, uh, Napoli, originals, uh, Calabrese, and Picante Provolone. And ah. you can check them all out in the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. That's a caboose. So thank you guys for coming by here today. This is a very interesting story uh, that I caught this morning. Actually, I saw it yesterday, but didn't get a chance to get to it. Uh, but this woman in San Diego County uh, was awarded child support from her ex-husband, Nearly 50 years after she says he left her with a younger daughter. 50 years. Yeah, 50 years ago. So the woman's name is Tony Anderson, and she makes no apologies for going after the man that she calls her deadbeat ex for having her raise their three-year-old daughter on her own. Uh, She said her ex-husband chose to go to Canada rather than pay court-ordered child support in the early 1970s. And she said, I kind of put it on the back burner and forgot about it over the years. Uh, She supported her daughter while working as an interior designer in Los Angeles at a firm that her daughter now runs, by the way. How cool is that? Yeah. She said, I'm not negating the fact that I was able to send my daughter to college. We traveled. We had a good time. But the money runs out. And she admits that uh, she rents her apartment, uh, her part of the house. And now that she's retired, money is tight. And then it dawned on her. She said, I realized in the middle of the night, one night last year, hey, there's no statute of limitations on child support. And I assume that there's interest applicable to that as well. There yes, is. Yeah. So she looked up old court papers and last month notified her ex-husband, who's now back in the States. He lives in Oregon. And she wanted him to pay up. That the amount that she was seeking now was way beyond what he was asked to pay Nearly a half a century ago. She said he was only supposed to give me about $160 a month. Well, that was 50 years ago, and today it's a lot more money. With a crude interest of 10% a year, that would have been a total payment of some $30,000. That's all he would have paid over all that time, $30,000. Yeah. It's now more than $170,000. Whoa, (laughs) man. So has he begun payment? Oh, they reached a settlement. Okay, of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. There you go. Oh, she got because most of it. she did, yeah. So along with getting what she's due, she wants to spread the word to other single parents in California. You can still collect, and uh, to those who skipped out, her message is for them to watch out because somebody might come a knocking. So no statute of limitations in California. How many, right, pertaining to child support? I guess so. I don't know. I wonder how many states have a similar law. I think it should be a similar law because that's still a debt that's owed. Yeah. And if you're a deadbeat dad, you know, in this case, or a deadbeat mom. You'd be a deadbeat mom. Yeah. And and you, you, you know, you evade your... Fiscal responsibility, you should be held to account. Man, it's it's so funny when you when you're entering into marriage. Uh, <laughs> I love you. It's, it's not something you ever think. No, of. things about w- what might happen if you don't go the distance. You know, alimony, child support, all these things are real, man, and it's part of the responsibility of. Signing that marriage license. So you're saying it's probably a good idea to keep a girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah. 
Just as a backup. But it's, uh, yeah, it can, no. it can get dicey. And my God, we've heard the stories of, of deadbeat dads forever. I mean, for far more money. Yeah. I mean, far more money. There there was a story. I was a Dateline. Uh, uh, last year I saw it. The guy was worth millions and left the, the mother high and dry to raise the kid. Basically, they're living in poverty conditions mm-hmm. while he's off in, in, a, in a state where I guess there's no extradition or whatever. Yeah. A country, I should say. And, uh, you know, she's screwed. Yeah. That, that, and there are people. And my dad hates paying alimony to my mom. He always has hated that. Yeah. But he still you has know to. what, dad? Too damn bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think that's the case because she didn't have a career at all. And uh, he was full-time employed and everything, and that's, hey, man, that's that's the deal. That's what happens. You know? I mean, somebody had to pay for your jazz tap classes. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, so wait, how, how long do you have to pay child support? Until 18? Uh, I believe. Till retirement. Yeah. I, and that's, that's what my arrangement is, if okay. you want to ask a personal question. Yeah. I, I mean, so I, I pay child support every month, and I, I have a great relationship with my ex-wife, so it's not contentious at all. Um, but I will be paying until he reaches 18 and yep. goes to college. Yep. So that's part. And then, of... and then we'll share those costs as well. Right, right. The arrangement. So uh, I just never have heard of anything like this before. Well, I think it set a precedent, right? I, so obviously when something like this starts to get into the press, there's going to be, again, whether it's a deadbeat mom or a deadbeat dad or whatever, any, who's ever has financial responsibility to a child, you can't just, you can't just, yeah, you know, yeah, bug out and, no. and uh, leave town and leave someone else to hold the... Uh, the 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 the, uh, the costs and think about this guy. Had he paid, uh, it would have been one hundred fifty thousand dollars less. You end up saving, or actually, he ended up paying one hundred fifty. So right. it would have been one hundred twenty thousand dollars less, and you end up saving in the long run. That's right, Steve. I wonder if there are more fights over alimony versus child support because there's a difference, and yeah. and um, you can alimony can get really contentious, except in California, where I think it's pretty. Straightforward. It's 50 it's 50. 50 split once yeah. you get divorced. So I don't know if there's more fighting over stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just I'm curious as to how that goes. There's more of an emotional. You would just naturally assume that there's going to be more of an emotional connection to a child that you that's yeah. part of you as opposed if if you're get if you have acrimony against the person you're getting divorced from, yeah. that's probably going to be the more uh, likely to be. I hate paying this. Right. I wonder if there's more fighting over alimony, child support, or drunk shopping. Hmm. A survey was conducted <laughs> by Finder.com that found Americans spend billions of dollars <laughs> making drunk purchases in 2018. Wow. You yeah. can speak a little <laughs> bit to this. Yeah, oh, man. Well, you well, had... I never spent it. I mean, no, I you have, had You had but... one of the classic, and I think you were just saved by simply what you were looking to get was purchased... Somebody outbid me. Somebody outbid you. Yeah. But you, but you had, you had a deadly combination... Booze and nostalgia. Nostalgia, that was it. So there was a book that I had when I was a kid. It was called <laughs> Caroline, the Golden Treasure of, of Caroline and Her Friends. And it was, it was you know, this very, I, I still have it, but it was it was beat up and I wanted a, a, a newer, you know, pristine, good condition copy. Share it with your own Yeah, for kids. my kids. Yeah. That was it. It was, you know, we named our daughter Caroline after the, uh, right. after the, the main character in the book. And so I was getting pretty lit up one <laughs> night. And this was when uh, eBay was pretty much all bidding. They didn't yeah. have that buy now option. Right, right. You, you had to bid, and that's yeah. all there was to it. So I'm bidding, and I really want it. This is the only time I ever found this book in, in good condition that was available for purchase. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm clicking on it and clicking on it, and eventually I clicked on a $1,000 bid on this children's book. How so, long did you think about that, that before clicking? 
a while. Yeah. But the bitch of it was is there were there were seconds left in the in the auction. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to win it. I thought my strategy was right. There was like less than a minute left. And I click on that thousand dollar, and like immediately they fired right back and went a couple hundred dollars above what oh. I was. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, but I was somewhere in another hammered. state was another guy. This son of a bitch. Yes, <laughs> this is what some bastards trying to get this book. Yeah. Well, you run into this, and I know this is probably oh. primarily what you're talking about, Preston, is online shopping. But um, when you go to charity events, you know, I was at uh, I was at a fundraiser oh, for man, yeah. my old high school on Saturday night, and they have bidding. And now everything has gone to, like, a, you bid on an app and everything like that. And, you know, you're talking about people who've had a, an open bar for a few hours at this point. That's why they have open bars. Of I know. I know. So there was one thing that you could bid on. It was uh, you could have uh, Christmas Eve mass said at your house. So, you know. Awesome. Lot, I know. Well, listen. A lot of people. Th- listen, this is a Catholic high school. These are all Catholic people. And, and we, you know, we know that when you go to mass on Christmas Eve, Everybody goes. Like the people, you know, oh, that mob. only that go yeah, the, one yeah, time the, a year. The cafeteria Catholics all show up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's tough for, you know, people to find seats and stuff like that. So this thing went for over $1,000 <laughs> to have a priest come to your house and say Mass on Christmas Eve for you it's and your like, It's like gold, gold key service, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. The, the Pope FaceTimes you. $1,000. <laughs> I do it at the supermarket. On my way home. You drunk shop? I drunk shop because on my way home. So it's different. Like, you know, you guys are going to make fun of me. But, like, I'm not, like, getting in a cab and, like, going home and and ending up at my house where there's nothing around. I have, like, lots of supermarkets on my way home, whether it's, like, Target or Trader Joe's or just a convenience store. Mm -hmm. And I go in there and I just start grabbing things off the shelf. But you're hungry. You're also... You're also hungry at the same time, which yeah, is hung- which is hungry not- shopping can well, be a thing too. Uh-huh. That's the worst. The yeah. worst. The worst combination of those events is is hunger before you go to a, to a Costco or a BJ's, mm-hmm. and you end up with a manhole size cover cookie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's that's yeah. always the worst. Five thing gallons of cheese whiz. Yeah. <laughs> I love cheese whiz, man. In my head, it's practical because it's off hours. It's off peak hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's practical for you. Yeah. But you come home with a lot of stuff that you go, "Wow, I'll never eat this," or what? Or I don't need this much of that, or just stuff I would never buy, like unhealthy stuff, probably unhealthy stuff. Yeah, okay, the snacky stuff. Yeah, it's and listen. then food I end up throwing away because I don't grocery shop because I don't eat at home. I did one time receive something in the mail, and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, why is this addressed to me? Uh-huh. I had no idea what this was, and it was it was an apparatus <laughs> that. Made it easier to put your socks on. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those, okay. those. You see them advertised for senior citizens. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, one. why would I have ordered this thing? Just to see I, how it works. I, 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 I guess. Or why was this sent to me? And then eventually, it came with something else. It came with one of those uh, grabbers. Oh, uh, the, yeah. the robot hand grabbers. Yeah, the robot yeah. hand grabbers. Yeah. So I get the robot hand grabber. And it's used by that, crippled robots. That yeah. allows you to put your socks on. Do you put? Do you use the socks thing? No, so I, I eventually figured it out. Like two days later, I had ordered it from my mom oh. because I saw the infomercial or whatever, and one came with the other. Like, right, get, right, yeah, and yeah. also get the free sock putter on her. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it took me a couple days to figure out why that was at my house, and eventually I did. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I ordered this. This looks good for mom. You like that? What's my excuse though? Because I don't drink, yeah. so I'm not drunk. And and I was telling uh, Nick Murphy that I uh, that I'm now going through a process where I'm just letting everything arrive that I ordered first. 
Uh, and I, you know, the other day I got a Daredevil figure in the mail, and I did I order that? Well, yeah. you subscribe to shopping therapy. Like I think that it feels I, good I, for you. For, it does. Yeah, it, it does because I, I don't have any. I, I you know I don't have meth. I don't have the right. things that people cherish in their lives. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, for me that is that is a, a an adrenaline rush and a bit of excitement. It's Christmas more when that yeah. an Amazon or a box comes in the mail. Oh my god! I don't yeah. think it's a vice, but I do think that it's a, a pleasure center thing for you. But you can see how so, now you combine that with something that relaxes your ability to make clear judgment right now and you can see how you're dropping <laughs> wads it, it's basically gambling that always pays out yeah Case, well, b- before you go real quick this quick text because i'm gonna <laughs> lose it on here it says great drunk shopping uh story is from epcot hopping country to country oh. it's how i ended up with a cuckoo clock <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen yeah. honestly, it is, huh? oh. it's probably for the better that i don't drink anymore because now, shopping will, will come up when I'm not even shopping, and what I mean is I'm on Instagram, and then next thing I know, some ad comes up, and I'm like, dude, that's so cool. They get me, too. Like, I, I, and I, and I, if I were drunk, <laughs> I, there's, I would have that thing that shoots a cylinder for your dog... Because I saw it the other day, and I'm like, man, that's so... Shoots have you a s- cylinder for yes, your dog. Yes, it's like, it, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's this, like... The uh, toy? It's a t- it, yeah, but, like, so now when you're having a catch with your dog, you don't have to throw it anymore. You can yeah. just hit this button, and this thing goes flying, and your dog goes and chases it. But, like, honestly... Yeah, throwing is hard. Yes. Yes. But, you know, a couple of beers deep, that thing would be mine right now. You <laughs> no, know? Uh, well, here you go. So I, I told you, Preston... <laughs> All you got to do is slap the word tactical in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I want it. Wait, you're telling me this is a tactical melon baller? Yeah. Like like the Army uses? I got to have it. I said the word ergonomic earlier. That's another one, too. Ergonomically designed. Yeah. Whoa. A space-age polymer. Uh Uh-huh. What are you looking at? You just watch this video of this thing that you, you hit the button and the dog goes and chases this thing. My dogs don't even fetch. And I wanted to get that thing. Yeah, and it loses its luster when you're the one who has to chase it down every yes. time. But in I, your brain, you're like, maybe this will make my dog fetch. He might. Yeah. He might I, actually. I've purchased it. so because what I'll do is I'll see it, and then I'll jump over to Amazon uh-huh. immediately yes. and purchase it. Oh, I don't want to forget. So that's how come I have, and I actually like them, but they're fake. They're lights <laughs> that create a gaslight flicker flame. Yes. I have like twelve. Of those. <laughs> I, uh, I what I'll do now is when those pop up on Instagram, I, d- I take a screenshot of it. Yeah, you and showed then me. Later on, I'll go research it. And I had a uh, the other day. I had a tombstone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, duck. Uh, holiday, holiday shirt on that says "Say when," yeah. and Preston goes, "Oh my god!" And yeah. comes around with the phone. He took the snapshot. <laughs> I did screenshot of that same he shirt. Was get I, it. To get. I got so scammed last month. I saw a hair curler, and I did what you said, Steve. And I went to Amazon to check the price, and this was only twenty five dollars on Facebook, but it's three hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon. So I thought I found a deal. Well, it's usually the other way around. Then it arrived, and it was a piece of junk. Yeah. Let me go to a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Mar- uh, Michael. Hey, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Mike? Uh, not much. A couple of years ago, uh, mind you, I'm 26 years old. Uh, but a couple of years ago, I got a knock on the door from Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a skip it had been delivered to my house. I don't oh. know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. You, put, you put the ring around your ankle, and you, you swing it around, and you skip over the, uh, the string. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, it was pink and lime green, and uh, I don't remember buying it. And, you don't uh, even remember buying it. Don't remember buying it. I uh, thought maybe maybe your mindset was, you know, that could be fun and exercise at the same time. You know? Yeah, well, I don't usually exercise. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, you know, 
I use it about one time, and I that's pretty much it. Just yeah. in my house. Though. All right, nice. That's that is an odd item to order. Now, You're right, thanks, Mike. If it was a tactical skip, it yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Mike's on the line. I wonder if he wants to uh, chime in about this same thing from uh, Fox Twenty Nine and Penn Medicine. Doctor Mike Sergliano. Good morning, sir. Well, when Steve and you guys are talking about things, you 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 got me all riled up. <laughs> Steve, you know, we talk every week. We do. About the- that we have these passions, and there's something therapeutic. It's not all bad unless you are uh, a compulsive buyer that, you, that you're spending yourself out of house and home. But when it comes to things, I, I teach medical students, you have to have a passion about something or else you're going to burn out. You're going to get really unhappy. Well, and so let, let, let me let me let me tell the story. So, like Saturday morning when I'm coming uh, home from working out, uh, a lot of times I'll get a call from uh, Mike, Doctor Mike, and he'll be saying, uh, you know, "I'm coming back from Lancaster." Uh, you know, and, and he goes out and he goes out to these uh, plane right there, like uh, swap shops and 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 flea markets for these for the for these six scale planes, and you you never sound happier than Is you there- do. Like radio control, RC planes, right? Yeah, okay. All right. and uh, and well, yeah. I can hear the joy in your in your voice. Well, one, it gets my mind off of people having all kinds of nightmarish medical problems, and secondly, it's it, it revitalizes me. And yeah, the same thing with your figures and Batman. <laughs> I mean, and, and 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 I don't see anything wrong with it well, at all. Uh, we're not drunk when we're buying it. Well, that's that's how we got started on this conversation, though. Is is drunk purchasing is uh, is is in the billions of dollars, according to a poll that was done. So, have you ever bought anything when you've been inebriated and then realized, oh man, what did I do that for? Well, I've been known to sip some Grand Marnier at night <laughs> and uh, uh, get on Amazon or eBay. Now, I, I am I love eBay. eBay has changed my life huh. because. You stuff on there that you can't get anywhere else and my wife hates the phrase but they don't make it anywhere. <laughs> yeah so so mike is the yo-yo ma of ebay he is he he uh, you you are able to uh, and for for us impressed and i know you're the same way on this it's the do the due diligence involved in the research of looking for something like that book that you wanted yeah and then finding it yeah then you gotta yeah, have it the mistake you made about that book was that you didn't wait until there were 15 seconds left. <laughs> 15. You have to teach you how to do eBay. It was a long time ago. No, it was, uh, yeah, this was decades ago. So, But I, I've learned my lesson now, Dr. Mike. You do it 15 seconds, and then you can't give anyone else a chance. It's Machiavellian, but all is fair in love and war, man. I love it. All right. We love you, Dr. Mike. Love you. Love you. Uh, let me get a couple other calls. I'm going to go to uh, Zach. Hi, Zach. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Zach? So, uh, <laughs> two things that do not go well together. And Preston, you will understand this above anyone else. Mm-hmm. Liquor and GuitarCenter.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do tell your story. I... So I've been researching a new symbol that I wanted. I'm a drummer, just like you, Preston. All right. And I found the signature Stuart Copeland ride symbol. It's blue. A blue <laughs> oh. symbol. A peisty? Like, oh, God, 
were so cool. And it's only $600. <laughs> oh, my God. And? And I woke up, I woke up the next morning, and thank God yeah. they send you an email confirmation. <laughs> I wake up, and I'm like... Oh, no. <laughs> so you were able to cancel it before it got to you? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, next day, I was like, uh, yeah, no, it's probably not a great idea. 600 We're, we're looking at it here. It's pretty uh, cool. It's it only is. 472 now, uh, Zach. <laughs> Uh, you know, I may, I may have to, I may have to take two shots and uh, reconsider. All right, <laughs> thanks, Zach. I love it, man. Yeah. Oh my God, musical equipment gets crazy expensive, and there's something, especially if you want signature series things, and you got a buzz on, you go for it. You're gonna spend a big penny. What uh, a big penny. What about for you, Preston? Uh, golf-related items. Um, you don't buy those online, do you? No, I generally yeah, like you want to okay. hold it, I, yeah, stroke it, yeah, touch massage it, touch it, it. You massage it. Shaft in your hands. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that oh! <laughs> I killed it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Will. Hi, Will. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, man. Hey. Um, you remember back in the '90s, they used to make phone calls and try to get you to buy magazines. Yeah. I, 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 they got me one time. I was drunk. They called me, and I was just agreeing to, yeah, hustler, fine, whatever. Send me all that. <laughs> like a month later, I got a bill for like eight hundred dollars oh, for wow. magazine subscription. How much porn did you buy? I don't know. It was like Game Informer and Hustler and just random magazine. Dude, I called them and they they gave me so all kinds of a, a backlash. Around. Like yep. they said, we have you recorded agreeing to this purchase, and I'm like, yeah, we can. Can we cut this down? Maybe. Like, yeah. That's their job. They don't want to. They don't want to cancel the subscription. They give yeah. you a hard time. Let, let me ask you, Will. Did they eventually cut it down? They cut it. Yeah, I got. Did you stick with just Hustler? Yeah, yeah, just Hustler. uh, Yeah, and Biggins. Biggins. So they're saying we have recording of you saying yes. Well, do you have a recording of me saying no? I don't want it. Take it off. Like you know what I mean? That no. I mean, once they have that agreement, that's all they need. Yeah, but you're right. That's part of the. That's part of the deal. There's sharks about that. Thanks, Will. Here's a few texts coming in. I knew a lady ordered five hundred dollars worth of magazine subscriptions. (laughs) <laughs> While drunk, when a marketer called her home, same story he has. He yeah. says she quit drinking after that. Uh, here's another one. That says after a three-hour booze cruise, my brother and I hired the Bruce Springsteen cover band that was playing for my mom's birthday. <laughs> Goodbye, three thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. My buddy drunk ordered an alligator, but Marilyn didn't send it because that pet license didn't exist. <laughs> Uh, there's a bunch of these coming in, man. So, yeah, you can really watch it. Okay, this looks outrageous. I'm going to go to Joshua. <laughs> good morning, Joshua. Joshua, I, I told her to call me. <laughs> it's, hi, Grandma. That's, wow. Damn, dude. That's excellent. That was spot on. Yeah. All right, Joshua, what'd you order when you were drunk? Uh, one time, me and my friend in the early stages of getting wasted, uh, thought, hey, we just found a band. We, we're all musically talented. We're, we're cool. And we woke up to a, um, what was it? An order confirmation for 500 kazoos. <laughs> Wait, 500 kazoos? Kazoos. Oh, my like, God. Like kazoos. Do you remember the, like the, the idea behind ordering 500 kazoos? Honestly, I have no idea. Wow. Okay. So What's that? Up and, and, like, 
like a week later, they showed up and we had 500 kazoos on our hands. We didn't know what to do with. Do you remember what the 500 kazoos ran price wise? It was about a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. Not that bad. Not bad but but uh, so. What's what's but, the, you know? There's an online company that sells all that it's sort like of Oriental Trading or something right, like that. Right, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. We've used them. Yeah. We've used them. Yeah, <laughs> because we used them. I got a catalog last night. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right, thanks, Joshua. Appreciate it. Well, you know, you got 500 kazoos. Then you got to figure out what to do with those. <laughs> so uh, it happens, man. But uh, apparently, they found that in this poll, a majority of people admitted to shopping drunk, and 52 percent claimed their purchases were food related. Food related. Yeah. Wow, interesting. We had, we had a call up earlier. A guy said he, he ordered. He was drunk. And ordered from Domino's three times in one night. Wow. They make it a game now. You can follow the driver on your way to your house. What's that now? In the app. In the Domino's app. Oh, you have an app? Okay. It shows you the pizza as it's being made and then the driver and you can send them messages along the way. So like like Uber where where it shows a map and you track them along the way? Okay. It's a game. Is this a game that you've played? A few times. Okay. Uh, A full 10% admitted to buying cars. 14% 14% actually booked vacations while drunk. We had a call up earlier. Somebody bought a trip to Ireland while they were wasted. <laughs> uh, it's estimated the American splurge, thir- splurge $39.4 billion while wow. under the influence of alcohol in 2018. So with the car thing, with the ordering online and going to pick it up from the big yeah. dispenser, they drop it off at home, mm-hmm. which was not a thing in the past. Uh, I, I bet you'll see more of that uh, on the on the food level. Like uh, now, I'll order from Caviar, you know, mm-hmm. to do the delivery. I could see somebody being wasted and just ordering a crap load of food. And uh, who was the uh, who revealed that they'd spent last year was forty thousand? Was it Kylie Jenner? Like and online food? Yeah, and ca- Caviar food purchases. Okay, yeah. I have a friend who got blackout drunk and really missed one of his friends from college um, and woke up in Houston. He had, <laughs> he doesn't remember but he had wow. a credit card with an unlimited uh, sure. you know, uh, balance and he just like, oh, I want to go see Mark and ended up in the Houston airport. I'm here. Um, this is listen to this one. This text says I drunk ordered a big clear dildo just so I could introduce it to my wife as Swayze. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Swayze? He wanted to name it Swayze and seemed like a good idea. (laughs) Some pain Uh, do hurt. This one says, uh, got drunk, went online, and now I'm an ordained minister. (laughs) Well, I'm an ordained minister as well from the Universal Life Church of Modesto, California. Yeah, this guy didn't purposely do it, though. (laughs) He was drunk. Uh, Let's see. This says, I drunk ordered an e-stadium for South Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, interesting, but apparently it's quite common. So if you've done it. Uh, you're in good company because yes. a, a lot of people have done it. All right, I want to take a break and uh, come back in just a moment. We have an event on the way. A friend of ours is behind, Mr. Jose Garces. He'll be here in a little bit to tell you about it. Don't forget, today is Tuesday. That means a chance you can win a tattoo from the Preston and Steve Show at World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo Shop. Uh, just text word tattoo to 39333, and uh, we'll see if you can win. We're going to uh, pick a random texter, the, the word tattoo, 39333. And don't forget, it has to be a President Steve-themed tattoo. You could get a tattoo by top artists like Professor Ouch. You can contact him for an appointment at PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. We'll be back in just a second. This 93.3 WMMR audio on-demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. 
At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we, uh, let's see, did we already do our matchup for this hour, Casey? Okay, so we've done that. Uh, We do have voting that's up for Daily Rush Madness. Uh, Go take a look at WMMR.com. All today's matchups are right there for you. And uh, new is, uh, we announced this this morning, it's a chance for you to win uh, Punchline Philly Grand Prize pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. I love it. And you can enter once a day. So feel free to go back and watch those videos and vote every single day. A thank you in order uh, to some friends stopping by today. McFarland's Market of Merchantville uh, brought us in their Old World Italian hoagie made with Deeds and Watson peppered ham. Uh, how do you say this, Casey? Uh, uh, that's Is the, that Gabagool? That's Gabagool right ham there. Ham Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. Or... Capicola, as it, as it is written out. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, the originals, uh, Napoli, originals, uh, Calabrese, and Picante Provolone. And ah. you can check them all out in the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. That's a kaboom. So thank you guys for coming by here today. This is a very interesting story uh, that I caught this morning. Actually, I saw it yesterday, but didn't get a chance to get to it. Uh, but this woman in San Diego County uh, was awarded child support from her ex-husband, Nearly 50 years after she says he left her with a younger daughter. 50 years. Yeah, 50 years ago. So the woman's name is Tony Anderson, and she makes no apologies for going after the man that she calls her deadbeat ex for having her raise their three-year-old daughter on her own. Uh, She said her ex-husband chose to go to Canada rather than pay court-ordered child support in the early 1970s. And she said, I kind of put it on the back burner and forgot about it over the years. Uh, She supported her daughter while working as an interior designer in Los Angeles at a firm that her daughter now runs, by the way. How cool is that? Yeah. She said, I'm not negating the fact that I was able to send my daughter to college. We traveled. We had a good time. But the money runs out. And she admits that uh, she rents her apartment, uh, her part of the house. And now that she's retired, money is tight. And then it dawned on her. She said, I realized in the middle of the night, one night last year, hey, there's no statute of limitations on child support. And I assume that there's interest applicable to that as well. Yes. Yeah. So she looked up old court papers and last month notified her ex-husband, who's now back in the States. He lives in Oregon. And she wanted him to pay up. That the amount that she was seeking now was way beyond what he was asked to pay Nearly a half a century ago. She said he was only supposed to give me about $160 a month. Well, that was 50 years ago, and today it's a lot more money. With a crude interest of 10% a year, that would have been a total payment of some $30,000. That's all he would have paid over all that time, $30,000. Yeah. It's now more than $170,000. Whoa. Oh, man. So has he begun payment? Oh, they reached a settlement. Okay, of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. There you go. Oh, she got because most of it. she did, yeah. So along with getting what she's due, she wants to spread the word to other single parents in California. You can still collect, and uh, to those who skipped out, her message is for them to watch out because somebody might come a knocking. So no statute of limitations in California. 
How many, right, pertaining to child support? I guess so. I don't know. I wonder how many states have a similar law. I think it should be a similar law because that's still a debt that's owed. Yeah. And if you're a deadbeat dad, you know, in this case, or a deadbeat mom. You're a deadbeat mom. Yeah. And and you, you, you know, you evade your... Fiscal responsibility. You should be held to account, man. It's it's so funny when you when you're entering into marriage. <laughs> uh, I love you. It's, it's not something you ever think. No of. things about w- what might happen if you don't go the distance. You know, alimony, child support, all these things are real, man, and it's part of the responsibility of. Signing that marriage license. So you're saying it's probably a good idea to keep a girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a backup. But it's, uh, yeah, it can, no. it can get dicey. And my God, we've heard the stories of, of deadbeat dads forever. I mean, for far more money. Yeah. I mean, far more money. There there was a story. I was a Dateline. Uh, uh, last year I saw it. The guy was worth millions and left the the mother high and dry to raise the kid. Basically, they're living in poverty conditions mm-hmm. while he's off in, in a in a state where I guess there's no extradition or whatever. Yeah. A country, I should say. And, uh, you know, she's screwed. Yeah. That, that, and there are people. And my dad hates paying alimony to my mom. He always has hated that. Yeah. But he still has to. You know what, to? dad? Too damn bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think that's the case. Because she didn't have a career at all. And uh, he was full-time employed and everything, and that's, hey, man, that's that's the deal. That's what happens. You know? I mean, somebody had to pay for your jazz tap classes. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, so wait, how, how long do you have to pay child support? Till 18? Uh, I believe. Till retirement. Yeah. I, and that's, that's what my arrangement is, if okay. you want to ask a personal question. Yeah. I, I mean, so I, I pay child support every month, and I, I have a great relationship with my ex-wife, so it's not contentious at all. Um, but I will be paying until he reaches 18 and yep. goes to college. Yep. So that's part. And, of... then we'll, and then we'll share those costs as well. Right, right. The arrangement. So uh, I just never have heard of anything like this before. Well, I think it set a precedent, right? I, so uh, obviously when something like this starts to get into the press, there's going to be, again, whether it's a deadbeat mom or a deadbeat dad or whatever, any, whoever has financial responsibility to a child, you can't just, you can't just, yeah, you know, yeah, bug out and, no. and uh, leave town and leave someone else to hold the... Uh, the 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 the, uh, the costs and think about this guy. Had he paid, uh, it would have been one hundred fifty thousand dollars less. You end up saving, or actually, he ended up paying one hundred fifty. So right. it would have been one hundred twenty thousand dollars less, and you end up saving in the long run. That's right, Steve. I wonder if there are more fights over alimony versus child support because there's a difference, and yeah. and um, you can alimony can get really contentious, except in California, where I think it's pretty. Straightforward. It's 50-50 split once yeah. you get divorced. So I don't know if there's more fighting over stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just I'm curious as to how that goes. There's more of an emotional. You would just naturally assume that there's going to be more of an emotional connection to a child that you that's yeah. part of you. As opposed, if, if you're get if you have acrimony against the person you're getting divorced from, yeah. that's probably going to be the more. Uh, likely to be, I hate paying this. Right. I wonder if there's more fighting over alimony, child support, or drunk shopping. Hmm. A survey was conducted <laughs> by Finder.com that found Americans spend billions of dollars <laughs> making drunk purchases in 2018. Wow. You yeah. can speak a little <laughs> bit to this. Yeah, man. Well, you well, had... I never spent it. I mean, no, I you have, had You had one but... of the classic, and I think you were just saved by simply what you were looking to get was purchased... Somebody outbid me. Somebody outbid you. Yeah. But you, but you had you had a deadly combination, booze and nostalgia. Nostalgia. That was it. So there was a book that I had when I was a kid. It was called <laughs> Caroline, the Golden Treasure of, of Caroline and her friends. And it was it was you know this very. I, I still have it, but it was it was beat up, and I wanted a, a 
a newer, you know, pristine, good condition. Copy. Share it with your own. Yeah, for my kids. Yeah. That was it. It was you know we named our daughter Caroline after the uh, right after the the main character in the book, and so I was getting pretty lit up one <laughs> night, and this was when uh, eBay was. Pretty much all bidding. They didn't have that buy now option. Right, right. You you had to bid, and that's all there was to it. So I'm bidding, and I really want to. This is the only time I ever found this book in in good condition that was available for purchase. (laughs) Right. And I'm I'm clicking on it and clicking on it, and eventually I clicked on a $1,000 bid on this children's book. How long did you think about that, that before clicking? A while, yeah. But the bitch of it was is there were there were seconds left in the in the auction. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to win it. I thought my strategy was right. There was like less than a minute left, and I click on that thousand dollar, and like immediately they fired right back and went a couple hundred dollars above what oh. I was. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, but I was somewhere in another state. Was another guy? This son of a bitch. Yes, <laughs> this is what some bastards trying to get this book. Yeah. Well, you run into this, and I know this is probably oh. primarily what you're talking about, Preston, is online shopping. But um, when you go to charity events, you know, I was at uh, I was at a fundraiser oh, for man, yeah. my old high school on Saturday night, and they have bidding. And now everything has gone to, like, a, you bid on an app and everything like that. And, you know, you're talking about people who've had a, an open bar for a few hours at this point. That's why they have open bars. I know. I know. So there was one thing that you could bid on. It was uh, you could have a Christmas Eve mass said at your house. So, you know. Awesome. Lot, I know. Well, listen. <laughs> a lot of people. They, listen, this is a Catholic high school. I know, These I are all Catholic yeah. people. And, and we, you know, we know that when you go to mass on Christmas Eve, Everybody goes. Like the people, you oh, know, that only that go yeah. one yeah, time the, a year. The cafeteria Catholics all show up. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, it's tough for, you know, people to find seats and stuff like that. So this thing went for over $1,000 <laughs> to have a priest come to your house and say mass on Christmas Eve for you it's and your like, family. It's like gold, gold key service, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. The, the Pope FaceTimes you. $1,000. <laughs> I do it at the supermarket. On my way home. You drunk shop? I drunk shop because on my way home. So it's different. Like, you know, you guys are going to make fun of me. But, like, I'm not, like, getting in a cab and, like, going home and and ending up at my house where there's nothing around. I have, like, lots of supermarkets on my way home, whether it's, like, Target or Trader Joe's or just a convenience store. Mm -hmm. And I go in there and I just start grabbing things off the shelf. But you're hungry. You're also... You're also hungry at the same time, which yeah, is which hungry is hungry shopping can well, be a thing too. Uh-huh. That's the worst. The yeah. worst. The worst combination of those events is is hunger before you go to a, to a Costco or a BJ's, mm-hmm. and you end up with a manhole size cover cookie. Mm-hmm. You know I, that's that's yeah. always the worst. Five thing gallons do. of cheese whiz. Yeah. <laughs> I love cheese whiz, man. In my head, it's practical because it's off hours. It's off peak hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's practical for you. Yeah. But you come home with a lot of stuff that you go, "Wow, I'll never eat this," or what? Or I don't need this much of that, or just stuff I would never buy, like unhealthy stuff, probably unhealthy stuff. Yeah, okay, the snacky stuff. Yeah, it's and then food I end up throwing away because I don't grocery shop because I don't eat at home. I did one time receive something in the mail, and I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why is this addressed to me? Uh I have no idea what this was, and it was it was an apparatus (laughs) that. Made it easier to put your socks on. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those, okay. those. You see them advertised for senior citizens. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> why would I have ordered this thing? Just to see I, how it works. I, 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 I guess. Or why was this sent to me? And then eventually, it came with something else. It came with one of those uh, grabbers. 
Oh, the, yeah. the, the robot hand grabbers. Yeah, the robot yeah. hand grabbers. Yeah. So I get the robot hand grabber. That's used by that, Cripple Robot. That yeah. allows you to put your socks on. Do you put? Do you use the socks thing? No. So the, I, I eventually figured it out. Like two days later, I had ordered it from my mom oh. because I saw the infomercial or whatever, and one came with the other. Like right, get, right, yeah, and yeah. also get the free sock putter on her. You right, know? Well, I don't yeah, know. yeah. So. <laughs> It took me a couple days to figure out why that was at my house, and eventually I did. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This This looks good for mom. She'll like that. What's my excuse, though, because I don't drink, so I'm not drunk, and and I was telling uh, Nick Murphy that uh, that I'm now going through a process where I'm just letting everything arrive that I ordered first, uh, and I, you know, the other day I got a Daredevil figure in the mail, and I... Did I order that? Well, yeah. you subscribe to shopping therapy. Like, I think that it feels I, good I, for you. For, it does. Yeah. It, it does. Because I, I don't have any, I, I, you know, I don't have meth. I don't have the right. things that people cherish in their lives. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, for me, that is, that is a, a, an adrenaline rush and a bit of excitement. It's Christmas morning. When that, yeah. an Amazon or a box comes in the mail, oh my God. I don't yeah. think it's a vice, but I do think that it's a, a pleasure center thing for you. But you can see how, so, now you combine that with something that relaxes your ability to make clear judgments right now and you can see how you're dropping wads it, it's basically gambling that always pays out yeah Case, well, b- before you go real quick this quick text because i'm gonna <laughs> lose it on here it says great drunk shopping uh story is from epcot hopping country to country oh. it's how i ended up with a cuckoo clock <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen yeah, honestly, it it's probably for the better that i don't drink anymore because now, shopping will, will come up when I'm not even shopping. And what I mean is I'm on Instagram, and then next thing I know, some ad comes up, and I'm like, dude, that's so cool. They get me, too. Like, I, I, and I, and I, if I were drunk, <laughs> I, there's, I would have that thing that shoots a cylinder for your dog because I saw it the other day, and I'm like, man, that's so. Shoots have you, a cylinder for yes, your dog? Yes. It's like it, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's this, like. The, the toy? It's a t- yeah, but like so now when you're having a catch with your dog, you don't have to throw it anymore. You can yeah. just hit this button and this thing goes flying and your dog goes and chases it. But like yeah, honestly, throwing is hard. Yes. Yes. But you know, a couple of beers deep, that thing would be mine right now. You no, know? Uh, well, here you go. So I, I told you, Preston, <laughs> all you gotta do is slap the word tactical in front of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I won. You it. It. Wait, yes. I, you're telling me this is a tactical melon baller? Yeah. <laughs> like, gonna... like the army uses? I, said, I gotta have it. I said the word ergonomic earlier. Yeah. That's another one, too. Ergonomically designed. Yeah. Ooh, whoa. A space-age polymer. Uh-huh. What are you, you looking at? Uh, you just watch this video of this thing that you you hit the button and the dog goes and chases this thing. My dogs don't even fetch, and I wanted to get that thing. <laughs> yeah. It, it loses its luster when you're the one who has to chase it down every yes. time. But in I, your brain, you're like, maybe this will make my dogs fetch. He might, yeah. he might I, actually I go I've purchased so because what I'll do is I'll see it and then I'll jump over to Amazon immediately uh, yes. and purchase it. Oh, I don't want to forget. So that's how come I have, and I actually like them, but they're fake. They're lights that create a gaslight flicker flame. Yes. I have like 12 of those. <laughs> I, uh, I, what I'll do now is when those pop up on Instagram, I, d- I take a screenshot of it. Yeah, you showed then me. later on I'll go research it. And I had a, uh, the other day I had a tombstone yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, duck. Uh, holiday, holiday shirt on that says "Say when," yeah. and Preston goes, "Oh my god!" And yeah. Comes around with the phone. He took the snapshot. <laughs> I did a screenshot of that same <laughs> he was shirt. Get I wanted it. to get. I got so scammed last month. I saw a hair curler, and I did what you said, Steve. And I went to Amazon to check the price, and this was only twenty five dollars on Facebook, but it's three hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon. So I thought I found a deal. Well, it's usually the other way around. Then it arrived, and it was a piece of junk. Yeah. Let me go to a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Mar- uh, Michael. Hey, Michael. Good morning. Good 
morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Mike? Uh, not much. A couple of years ago, uh, mind you, I'm 26 years old. Uh, but a couple of years ago, I got a knock on the door from Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a skip it had been delivered to my house. I don't oh. know if you remember that. Yeah, you yeah. put you put the ring around your ankle, and you you swing it around, and you skip over the uh, the string. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, it was pink and lime green, and uh, I don't remember buying it. And, you don't uh, even remember buying it. Don't remember buying it. I uh, thought maybe maybe your mindset was you know. That could be fun and exercise at the same time, you know? Yeah, well, I don't usually exercise. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, you know, I use it about one time, and I that's pretty much it. Just yeah. in my house. Though. All right, nice. That is that is an odd item to order. Now, You're right. Thanks, Michael. If it was a tactical skip it. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mike's on the line. I wonder if he wants to uh, chime in about this same thing from uh, Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. Dr. Mike Serigliano, good morning, sir. Well, when Steve and you guys are talking about things, you, you, you got me all riled up. Steve, you know, we talk every week. We do. That we have these passions, and there's something therapeutic. It's not all bad unless you are uh, a compulsive buyer that, you, that you're spending yourself out of house and home. But when it comes to things, I, I teach medical students, you have to have a passion about something or else you're going to burn out. You're going to get really unhappy. Well, and so, let, 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 me, let, me, let me tell the story. So like Saturday morning when I'm coming uh, home from working out, uh, a lot of times I'll get a call from uh, Mike, Dr. Mike, and he'll be saying, uh, you know, I'm coming back from Lancaster. Uh, you know, and he goes out and he goes out to these uh, plain right there, like uh, swap shops and, and and flea markets for these for the for these six scale planes. And you you never sound happier than these you are, do, you, like radio control RC planes, right? Yeah, okay. right. and uh, and well, I yeah. can hear the joy in your in your voice. Well, one, it gets my mind off of people having all kinds of nightmarish medical problems, and secondly, it's. It, it revitalizes me. Yeah. The same thing with your figures and Batman. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and I don't see anything wrong with it well, at all. Uh, we're not drunk when we're buying it. Well, that's that's how we got started on this conversation, though. Is is drunk purchasing is uh, is is in the billions of dollars, according to a poll that was done. So, have you ever bought anything when you've been inebriated and then realized, oh man, what did I do that for? known to sip some Grand Marnier at night <laughs> and uh, uh, get on Amazon or eBay. Now, I, I am I love eBay. eBay has changed my life huh. because you can get stuff on there that you can't get anywhere else. And my wife hates the phrase, but they don't make it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, so Mike is the yo-yo ma of eBay. He yeah, is, he, he, uh, uh, you, you are able to, uh, and for, for us and Preston, I know you're the same way on this. It's the due, the due diligence involved in the research of looking for something like that book that you wanted yeah. and then finding it. Yeah, then you got to yeah, have the it. Mistake, the mistake you made about that book was that you didn't wait until there were 15 seconds left. <laughs> 15. You have to teach you how to do eBay. It was a long time ago. No, it was, uh, yeah, this was decades ago. So, But I, I've right, learned well. my lesson now, Dr. Mike. You do it 15 seconds, and then you can't give anyone else a chance. It's Machiavellian, but all is fair in love and war, man. I love it. All right. We love you, Dr. Mike. Love you. Love you. Let me get a couple other calls. I'm going to go to uh, Zach. Hi, Zach. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Zach? So, uh... 
two things that do not go well together, and Preston, you will understand this above anyone else. Mm-hmm. Liquor and GuitarCenter.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do tell your story. I So I have been researching a new symbol that I wanted. I'm a drummer, just like you, Preston. All right. And I found the signature Stuart Copeland ride symbol. It's blue. A blue oh. symbol. A Peisty? Oh you're so cool, and it's only six hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god! And and I woke up. I woke up the next morning, and thank God, yeah. they send you an email confirmation. <laughs> I wake up, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> so you were able to cancel it before it got to you. Uh, Six hundred. We're, we're looking at it here. It's pretty uh, cool. It's it only four seventy two now, uh, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I may, I may have to, I may have to take two shots and uh, reconsider. All right, <laughs> thanks, Zach. I love it, man. Yeah. Oh my God, musical equipment gets crazy expensive, and there's something, especially if you want signature series things, and you got a buzz on, you go for it. You're gonna spend a big penny. Uh, what a big penny. What about for you, Preston? Uh, golf related items. Um, you don't buy those online, do you? No, I generally yeah, like you want okay. to hold it, I, yeah, stroke it, yeah, touch it, touch it, it. massage it. Shaft in your hands. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that oh! <laughs> I do this. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Will. Hi, Will. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, man. Hey. Um, you remember back in the '90s, they used to make phone calls and try to get you to buy magazines. Yeah. I, 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 they got me one time. I was drunk. They called me, and I was just agreeing to, yeah, hustler, fine, whatever. Send me all that. <laughs> like a month later, I got a bill for like eight hundred dollars oh, for wow. magazine subscription. How much porn did you buy? I don't know. It was like Game Informer and Hustler and just random magazine, dude. I called them and they they gave me so all kinds of a, a backlash. Around. Like yep. they said, we had you recorded agreeing to this purchase, and I'm like, yeah, we could can we cut this down maybe? Like, yeah, that's their job. They don't want to they don't want to cancel the subscription. They give yeah. you a hard time. Let, let me ask you, Will, did they eventually cut it down? They cut it. Yeah, I got. Did you it. stick with just hustler? Yeah, yeah, yeah just hustler. Uh, yeah, and biggins. Sorry, so they're biggins. saying we have recording of you saying yes to. Well, do you have a recording of me saying no? I don't want it. Take it off. Like you know what I mean? Like, they, they, that no. They, they, I mean, they, once they have that agreement, yeah, not gonna, that's all they need. You know yeah, I mean? no, but you're right. right. That's part of the. That's part of the deal. There's they're, they're, they're sharks about that. Thanks, Will. Here's a few texts coming in. I knew a lady ordered $500 worth of magazine subscriptions <laughs> while drunk when a marketer called her home. Same story he has. He yeah. says she quit drinking after that. Uh, here's another one that says, after a three-hour booze cruise, my brother and I hired the Bruce Springsteen cover band that was playing for my mom's birthday. <laughs> Goodbye, $3,000. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, let's see. My buddy drunk ordered an alligator, but Marilyn didn't send it because that pet license didn't exist. Uh, there's a bunch of these coming in, man. So, yeah, you can really watch it. Okay, this looks outrageous. I'm going to go to Joshua. Good morning, Joshua. Joshua, I, 
I'd call her to call me. Hi, Grandma. That's, wow. Damn, dude. That's excellent. That was spot on. Yeah. All right, Joshua, what would you order when you were drunk? Uh, one time, me and my friend in the early stages of getting wasted uh, thought, hey, we should start a band. We, we're all musically talented. We're, we're cool. And we woke up to a... Um, <laughs> What was it? An order confirmation for 500 kazoos. <laughs> Wait, 500 kazoos? Kazoos. Oh, my like, God. Kazoos. Do you remember the, like a... the idea behind ordering 500 kazoos? Honestly, I have no idea. Wow. Okay. What's that? And, and like, like a week later, they showed up, and we had 500 kazoos on our hands. We didn't know what to do with Do you remember what the 500 kazoos ran price-wise? It was about hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. But but uh, so what? What's but, it, you know? There's an online company that sells all that. It's sort like Oriental Trading or right, something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've used them. Yeah. We've used them. Yeah. yeah. Because we used them, I got a catalog last night. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right, thanks, Joshua. Appreciate it. Well, you know, you got five hundred kazoos. Then you got to figure out what to do with those. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it happens, man. But uh, apparently, they found that in this poll. A majority of people admitted to shopping drunk, and 52% claimed their purchases were food-related. Food-related? Yeah. Wow, interesting. We had, we had a call-up earlier. A guy said he, he ordered, he was drunk, and ordered from Domino's three times <laughs> in one night. Wow. They make it a game now. You can follow the driver on your way to your house. What's that now? In the app, in the Domino's app. Oh, you have an app? Sh- okay. It shows you the pizza as it's being made, and then the driver, and you can send them messages along the way. So, like, like Uber, where you get where it shows a map, and you track them along the way? Okay. Yes. It's a game. Is this a game that you've played? A few times. Okay. Uh, a full 10% admitted to buying cars... 14% actually booked vacations while drunk. We had a call up earlier. Somebody bought a trip to Ireland while they were wasted. <laughs> uh, it's estimated the American splurge, thir- splurge $39.4 billion while wow. under the influence of alcohol in 2018. So with the car thing, with the ordering online and going to pick it up from the big yeah. dispenser, they drop it off at home, mm-hmm. which was not a thing in the past. Uh, I, I bet you'll see more of that uh, on the on the food level. Like uh, now, I'll order from Caviar, you know, mm-hmm. to do the delivery. I could see somebody being wasted and just ordering a crap load of food. And uh, who was the uh, who revealed that they'd spent last year it was forty thousand? Was it Kylie Jenner? Like online food? Yeah, purchases? caviar food purchases. Okay, yeah. I have a friend who got blackout drunk and really missed one of his friends from college um, and woke up in Houston. He had <laughs> he doesn't remember, but he had wow. a credit card with an unlimited uh, sure. you know, uh, balance, and he's just like, oh, I want to go see Mark, and ended up <laughs> in the Houston airport. I'm here. Um, this is, listen to this one. This text says, I drunk ordered a big, clear dildo just so I could introduce it to my wife as Swayze. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Swayze? He wanted to name it Swayze and seemed like a good idea. Wow. <laughs> Some pain uh, do hurt. This one says, uh, got drunk, went online, and now I'm hurt. an ordained minister. <laughs> well, I'm an ordained minister as well from the Universal Life Church of Modesto, California. Yeah, this guy didn't purposely do it, though. <laughs> oh. He was drunk. Uh, let's see. This says, I drunk ordered an E-Stadium for South Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, interesting, but apparently it's quite common. So if you've done it, 
you're in good company because yes. a, a lot of people have done it. All right, I want to take a break and uh, come back in just a moment. We have an event on the way. A friend of ours is behind, Mr. Jose Garces. He'll be here in a little bit to tell you about it. Don't forget, today is Tuesday. That means a chance you can win a tattoo from the President Steve Show at World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo Shop. Uh, just text word tattoo to 39333, and uh, we'll see if you can win. We're going to uh, pick a random texter. The, the word tattoo, 39333. And don't forget, it has to be a President Steve-themed tattoo. You could get a tattoo by top artists like Professor Ouch. You can contact him for an appointment at PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. We'll be back in just a second. You know that yearly family picnic, the one where everybody shows up to hang outside, enjoy good food, great friends, and plenty of cold beer. And while it might be fun to watch Uncle Joe do a keg stand, MMR's Family Picnic has a kick-ass rock bands providing the entertainment. Shine down. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. The Struts. And Evanescence. Plus cheating performances from Fozzy, Bad Wolves, The Glorious Sun, and Siravo. Bud Light presents MMRQ 2019. Saturday, May 18th. BB&T Pavilion. WMMR.com for details on $25 lawn tickets. Hit up the rock shop for this year's MMRBQ t-shirt presale. Order now in time for the show. Presented by Bud Light. Brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice. And sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have the Bizarre File, so let's do that very thing. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Stories of plenty. Got them. Brought to you today by Sequoia Outback. Create the backyard of your dreams during Sequoia Outback Spring and Sequoia Sale. So I'm Route 309 in Hatfield or online at decksupplies.com. While shocked parishioners and a television audience watch, a man stabbed the elderly rector of St. Joseph's Oratory at Mount Royal, which is Canada's biggest church, as he led mass on Friday morning. Jeez. Dude came up and stabbed him. Police said the stabbing was not considered a terrorist attack or anything along those lines. The church tweeted that Father Claude grew was out of danger. The 77-year-old priest was taken to a hospital and is recovering from his wounds. Uh, the 26-year-old suspect was detained by security staff at the church and taken into custody by police. Uh, the suspect is known to police as well. Uh, Gru was celebrating Mass for about 60 people in the church and had an audience watching the event being live-streamed when the suspect went toward the priest and stabbed him several times with a sharp object. Were most of the attendees minions? I think they might have been, because video showed yeah. Gru yeah. moving away as the man approached and then uh, falling and getting up after the attack. Uh, parishioners... Uh, <laughs> Parishioners separated the uh, the attacker from the priest. So they, they all, all the minions yes, jumped in and jumped got in. him out of, of there, Steve. They got They're all excited. Grew. Yeah. Uh, police were called to the church. The suspect is expected to uh, appear by video feed at the Quebec court. Uh, but the priest is okay. He's recovering from his wounds. So that's terrible. And you know that there was definitely eyes on him throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. 
A police officer in Texas who had been fired after he gave a, ho- gave a homeless person a sandwich full of feces. Oh, man. And then had his dismissal overturned on a technicality is facing a torrent of abuse online because of that, as you can imagine. This officer- is very cruel. Yeah, Officer Matthew Luckhurst somehow managed to keep his job after the disgusting incident, which saw him pick up some dog poop, place it on a piece of bread before placing the sandwich in a styrofoam container of a half-eaten meal provided by a local religious group for this for San Antonio uh, for the homeless. Uh, Luckhurst placed it next to a sleeping homeless man who would ultimately wake up, pick up the container, looking at its contents, possibly eating them. Members of the public are not holding back in their criticism of the officer online. And this dude had a, he had like a poop thing. I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, he managed to keep his job after a date discrepancy led to an arbitrator to overturn his dismissal, enabling him to get off on a technicality, arguing that the incident fell outside the window for allowing him to be uh, identified, uh, I'm sorry, indefinitely suspended. And an arbitrator agreed with him earlier this month. Uh, another bike officer had reported that he told the guy, who's a five-year veteran of the force, that he could not just leave the container next to a homeless person and told him to go back and dispose of it. Uh, the officer said he watched him bike back and assumed he threw it away, but did not confirm that he did. He was given a second indefinite suspension in December of 2016 over an alle- allegation that he and another male officer defecated in a toilet assigned to women in the bike patrol office. The toilet was left unflushed by both officers intentionally, the suspension document states. They said Officer Luckhurst and the other officer also obtained a brown substance with the consistency of tapioca mm-hmm. and spread it on the toilet seat. This is, this is his thing. Officer Luckhurst then boasted of these actions to fellow officers. This inappropriate behavior was... Uh, done after a female officer requested the women's restroom be kept clean. So that's what he did. Boop, boop. Yeah, exactly. He's got a poop thing. Uh, police are asking for help identifying two people in a bizarre mystery that has plagued a homeowner in a, a wealthy Connecticut town for the past year. They keep leaving boxes on the person's front lawn. Authorities say the boxes have been left in the yard on random occasions over the past year, and some of the boxes have contained headless chickens. Headless what? chickens? That's a little disturbing. Huh. <clears throat> it's not clear why the boxes are being left on the what lawn. What kind of sick individual <laughs> would perpetrate <laughs> such a crime? Gene Simmons. <laughs> Chicken defender. I don't understand it. Uh, people do not understand the majesty of this animal. Uh, but <laughs> Of the headless chicken? Of the headless chicken. Oh. Ichabod Crane. From Sleepy Hollow. Absolutely. Wow, okay. The original text was a headless chicken. I did not a headless horseman, but it I... It was less frightening for wow. some reason. Understood. I can imagine a creature that stands no higher than a foot and a half. <laughs> Rather scary. Yeah. Uh, it's not clear why the boxes are being left on the lawn, but police say that the headless chickens uh, may be tied to religious or cultural uh, rituals. Police say there's no reason to believe the homeowner is being targeted... Footage released by police show two people walking down the street. One of them, who appears to be a man, pauses when he reaches a fence yard. He lifts a medium-sized cardboard box over the fence, places it down in the yard. There's home delivery. Then he walked (laughs) off. Yes, I ordered uh, 20 headless chickens. I'm still waiting on them. Who is this? Gene Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) We'll get those to you right away, (laughs) Mr. Simmons. Simmons. Uh, Then wants his headless chickens. Then he (laughs) was. I have some hands I can reattach. Then he walked off in the direction <laughs> of the train station. Uh, police are looking for leads in the headless chicken. Gene Simmons version of Pet Cemetery. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we taking a break? Yeah. 
All right, let's do that very thing. When we come back, we'll see if you've been paying attention. We're going to test you on today's show with a lesson question. Find out what you know. Chance to win something. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. When you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Here we are on a Tuesday morning, Tattoos Day, which uh, we changed up a little while back. Instead of uh, you know people coming in here and getting tattoo work done, we have you sitting right there with your chance to win a tattoo from the Preston and Steve Show. The Preston and Steve Tattoo, mind you, so keep in mind, it's got to have that theme. And all you need to do on Tuesdays is text the word tattoo to 39333. You might be randomly chosen to win a $350 gift card to our friends, the world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. On South or in South Philadelphia, and uh, then you head to the shop and you get your tattoo work done there. Uh, you'll find them on uh, South Fourth Street, and you could end up getting tattooed by the area's artist, like Professor Ouch. You can contact him for an appointment at PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. So do that because we're running out of time with that whole thing. Uh, we have to do some other things like this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Voting is up and enabled. And your chance to weigh in. Let your voice be heard. It's your privilege, friends. And we have two more matchups to, or one more matchup, I'm sorry, two videos, one matchup uh, to make you aware of before we wrap this for the day. And voting will continue through the day, mind you. But this time around, we have number six seed... Repo Man Detonator. Oh, that's one of your favorites. It is. Against number 11 seed, Kathy would rather talk about buttholes than Star Wars. <laughs> Let's play a little clip of each one just to remind you what they're all about. This is the Detonator Repo Man. Could you, could, is, your, is anybody in the house could carry you over to the window? Well, yes, my, my son's here. <laughs> Lucas, could you? Hold on to it, Mom. <laughs> Lucas. All right. Yeah, I, I'm looking. Pay your bill, bill, you old whore. Uh, that is if, uh, you know, insurance companies were, or actually uh, car companies were able to blow up your car if you didn't make your payment. Yeah, for a time there was a story about yeah. them being able to actually stop Shut your car from working if you weren't paying your bills. Mm-hmm. And then here's the other one. Kathy would rather talk about buttholes in Star Wars. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, but here's the clip. Casey, off air, I have an interesting fact to tell you about the Okay, thing. thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, there's... We can go there if you want. I don't oh, care. Man. Well, when we were I'd in California... I'd rather talk about buttholes. Did you oh see God. Did you see a... Um... <laughs> Jesus, who are you? <laughs> well, now we're going to get into this crap? We've unleashed a beast. All right, so you can now vote for which one of those you want to win. And watch the video if you haven't seen it before, or if it's been a while. WMMR.com. Right there, you'll see a banner, and it says uh, Daily Rush Madness. Click on that. You'll go to the videos. You'll go to the voting. And while you're there, make sure you get signed up to win the Punchline Philly Grand Prize pair. Tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. You have to be 21 years of age to enter, and the deadline is on April 5th, by the way. The contest 
rules are available. WMMR.com. So go do it now. So, Steve, we were mentioning, you mentioned being able to do things remotely in your car. Have you seen this commercial? It's for OnStar. Yes. Where it looks like a kid's about to get hit by a car. A car's being chased by the police. Yes. And it looks like a kid. He's just on his bike. He's going to get hit by a car. He's gonna, about to run a, a red light. And... OnStar goes in and they and they shut the car off, so the car that's being chased by police can't move any further. And as it turns out, the car was quote unquote uh, stolen or whatever. Okay. So they can they can actually they can do that. Believe it or not. So yeah. if it's an OnStar vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well. they can actually and and it's stolen or you know in a police pursuit. Can they blow it up? Uh, they're, they're working, working on, on that. that technology. <laughs> they're working on that technology because the person's a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, it's like the Judge Dredd system. Judge Dredd. Yep. <laughs> I am the law. Yeah, boom. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I <laughs> Who is this? Judge Dredd. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, Judge Dredd, what is your, what is your issue? Yeah, stolen car. I'll blow it up right now. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, what was that question? Uh, no, you cannot get your car back. <laughs> but I am the law. Yeah, that's right. Judge Dredd on star. Who are you again? I'm Judge Dredd. I am Judge Dredd. <laughs> I am currently enjoying my new position at OnStar. <laughs> Where you are the law. And the law. That's right. Does he need and to put... Uh, uh, there's a wonderful pizza place up two blocks to the left. <laughs> oh, you also give... <laughs> directions. Directions yeah. and uh, wow. suggestions. I had no idea. <laughs> do, you, do you think you can talk to him through the helmet, or does he need the headphones on for OnStar? It's a good question. If you scare your, your driving right. capabilities. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to do today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a Philly prize pack, Philly's prize pack, uh, and it includes a, it's from ShopRunner, get a Bryce Harper Philly's official name and number t-shirt, uh, Bryce Harper hometown t-shirt, a Philly's 15-ounce stainless steel tumbler, and a hat as well, and a year-long membership to ShopRunner. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But you have to answer this question. Both Kira Knightley and Kathy Romano do what when they smile? 215-263-WMMR. Both Kira Knightley, celebrating a birthday today, by the way, and Kathy Romano do what when they smile? It was from early, early this morning. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. And while you are doing that, we will do the Hollywood trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories, shall we, Steve? What's yes. going on this morning? Of course, Justin Bieber is taking a break from music in order to put family first. Said Bieber, quote, like the Bible says, no man is an onion. <laughs> oh! I don't think that's even remotely oh. right, yeah. Nicholas Cage asking the state of Nevada to speed through a license so he can marry his new girlfriend, Erica Koik. Answering the question that it might be rushing into this a bit, Cage affirmed that Erica is the one for him, or at least a one for him. Oh, my God. And finally, a new book on the TV show The View claims Rosie O'Donnell's anger against Elizabeth Hasselbeck was partly rooted in sexual tension. O'Donnell says she never forgave Hasselbeck for making fun of her penis. Oh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, uh, let's see if you know the answer to the question. Both Kira Knightley and Kathy Romano do what when they smile? And I'll go to Tim for the answer. Good morning, Tim. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, bud. Appreciate that. What do both Kira Knightley and Kathy Romano do when they smile? They both fart. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah. They're fart smiling. And Tim, hang on. We got the Phillies prize pack from Shop Runner. Going to give you a Bryce Harper Phillies official name and number T-shirt, a Bryce Harper hometown T-shirt, 
Philly's 15-ounce stainless steel tumbler and hat, plus a year-long membership to Shop Runner. Shop Runner, an e-commerce network that offers its members free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up now for a free one-year membership at shoprunner.com slash WMMR. Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Kaboomba! Brought to you by Duncan. Fuel your day with iced coffee from Duncan. Duncan now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America runs on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Tool might not be talking much about the new album yet, but other rock stars are. Asked what advice he would give to Tool about completing its long-awaited new studio LP, Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett said, well, I talked to Adam Jones quite a bit. He's the guitarist for the band, and the last thing I knew, he was dealing with artwork, so that's a good sign. If they're dealing with artwork, it must be close. Dealing with artwork is a good sign. Earlier in the month, Tool shared a photo of Jones, uh, Justin Chancellor, and Danny Carey alongside the new album's producer, Joe Baresi, and mastering engineer Bob Ludwig, who previously mastered the band's Last record, 10,000 Days. The mastering process is usually the last step before an LP is released. So that's a good sign. Coming soon. By the crew bassist, Nikki Six has dismissed the negative reactions from critics to the band's new biopic, The Dirt, which premiered last Friday on Netflix. Six tweeted the same day. Uh, he wrote, the album is number one. The fans are going crazy over The Dirt. The critics hate it world effing wide. Uh, the Dirt uh, currently has 42% critic score from 36 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. The same site has an 86% audience score uh, for The Dirt from 324 reviews. So, seems like people tend to like it. I liked it. it. Yeah. It's not great. It's um, They certainly don't hold back on the history of the band and all the... Stuff you've heard, it's in there. You watched it last night, Marissa, I right? did. I was grossly ill-prepared for the amount of needles that would yeah. be hanging out of people's oh, arms. Oh, yeah, you don't like <laughs> needles. No, freaks yeah. me out for like 10 seconds. Um, but I thought it was great. I'm pretty sure the first 30 minutes, Preston, in my head is what your life was like. Okay. Being like just a rock star a, on well, the road. A, a you know. wannabe rock star. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Guy in a band. Uh, and, and, especially, and it was around that time. Yeah. So we were, you know... <laughs> You just, it was Caligula. It was, you just, it was excess. Squirting. All there was to it. (laughs) Oh, wow. There was that that squirting. There was, there's literally a squirting. I know. Steve told me about it and I shared him my (laughs) squirting story from the band days as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. They broke down the third wall a lot and uh, Mick Mars would be like, this didn't happen. Yeah. Or something like that. It was fun. I just want to know, were all the chicks in there? Did they break the third wall? They break down the third wall. Yeah. So they, I tried. They talk to each other. <laughs> they break down the second wall. Yeah. They actually talk to each other. My real question is, were all the girls in that movie porn stars? Because there's a lot of sex. Um, I don't know. The I actresses? Mean, yes. Oh, I'm not sure. It's kind of a rhetorical question, but there is a lot of boobies. I'll have to look up the uh, uh, the cast listing. Uh, IndieWire film critic David Ehrlich called The Dirt wonderfully bad, saying that the film feels like it could have been made out of any one of a zillion other bands. The Los Angeles Times called The Dirt astoundingly tone-deaf and as vapid and misogynistic as the band members and the book they wrote with author Neil Strauss. But listen, that's what was going on. That's it. That's going it. On. And that's I knew, exactly I knew some of the going critical response would be that, but that's yeah. what it was. I, listen, I, and, and I'll, I'll be blatantly honest with you. When I was 
in and around that time and playing in a cover band, and, and we wanted to be like that. I just, all I wanted was women to worship me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I <laughs> Hasn't wanted. that always been a large part of the impetus of being a rock star? Uh, specifically, yeah. 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 Or, and especially around then, the, yeah. the, the 70s and 80s. It's changed a little bit now, but, I mean, that was that's what we lived for. Uh, the Daily Beast said the film spends almost two hours glamorizing crappy behavior and then attempts to exonerate its stars with a few vague voiceovers about regret and rehabilitation. Uh, other outlets that weighed in with negative reviews included uh, the New York Times, and The Atlantic, and Deadline. Other critics were kinder, though, describing The Dirt as guilty pleasure and giving the actors who played the band credit for, quote, working together to create such a chummy group that their power as an ensemble elevates the material, just like their real-life counterparts. I enjoyed it. I, I'm not saying it's a good movie. And, and, and again, Preston, it's kind of like a, when you take a big chunk of time and yeah. you need to shrink it down to two right. hours, like, yeah. you know, you, you sort of have to sort take some liberties. You all know the what stuff, I mean? though, depicted yeah. are all, they've, they, you know, those are all incidents. Mm-hmm. Every one of them, yeah. from Ozzy's, you know, licking, <laughs> lapping pee up poolside and snorting ants. Yeah. All that stuff. It's in it. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a movie about Motley Crue. Yeah. It's, what it's you, not what did you it's expect? Not r- remains of the day. Yeah, so, yeah. like, if it's going to be uh, mindless entertainment, what better band? Yeah, exactly. It's different than Constant Gardner. <laughs> uh, Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale has told Yahoo Entertainment that he is currently recording the band's next album in Los Angeles Studios with producer Tyler Bates, a film composer who has previously worked with Marilyn Manson. I uh, said, I just came from the studio, and I sang 11 songs in, and it's just deep and wide and heavy like the ocean. He described the sessions with Bates as amazing and liberating, adding, it's exciting, it sounds amazing. What does the ocean weigh? That's a good question. <laughs> it is a good, but is this a Gavin Rossdale, or is this Bush? This is Gavin, uh, this is Bush. Well, okay. Wait, wait, no, 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 it's a good We've question. got Bush. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Bush. Now, I don't really know, Case. Uh, well, it must be, because he... He remarked that he hopes that uh, to release a new single before Bush hits the road with live later okay. this week because they're doing that uh, co-headlining tour. One last story. A copy of Dave Grohl's rare 1992 cassette solo album was just sold on eBay titled Pocket Watch and later uh, renamed Late. The 10-song collection of demos was distributed by Grohl midway through his four-year stint with Nirvana and some three years before he issued the first Foo Fighters LP. Was the guy drunk who bought it? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, The seller claims to have purchased the tape via mail order. Uh, Some of the songs would later be recorded by both Nirvana and Foo Fighters. So that has sold. And there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, Music News this morning. Again, thanks to uh, McFarland's Market and Lennon Italian Market for bringing in some hoagies today. It was very, very cool. There's two of the delis featured in Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Guide. And that highlights the best hoagies that you're going to find in our region. So I wanted to thank those guys for coming by here this morning. And you know what we're going to do as we take a quick break? We're going to give away tickets to see Adam Sandler and Friends. Yeah. Friday, June 21st at Hard Rock Live at Estes Arena in Atlantic City. And since it's on June 21st, we'll take the 21st caller. And I would imagine you have to be 21. I'm not 100% sure. 215-263-WMMR. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City.com. So let's get you to that show. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, get ready to wrap it up. We'll find out who wins Tattoo's Day, see what Pierre's got going on, and more. We'll be right back. 
whether social. Hey, welcome in. Or anti-social. Hey, get out. Join your MMR pals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Groovy photos, videos, and social commentary. Plus, we find them the perfect place to waste time during the company meetings. Hashtag MMR rocks. Jero Bear will be walking through that open door in a moment to take over the reins. Like our own Fabio. And have wonderful, wonderful music, entertainment, giveaways, and all kinds of goodies for you today. And we've had uh, we've had a bunch of that today, and it actually continues on. Um, by that, I mean we have a painfully single mixer coming up. First one we've done in quite some time. And it's in Conchi. We're going to be at the Great American Pub. <laughs> and this is presented by our friends at Miller Lite, which means that your first Miller Lite is complimentary. We'll give you a free happy hour buffet for all the guests. You've got to be at least 20 years of, 21 years of age. So how do you get in on this? Uh, it's very simple. You just need to uh, go to WMMR.com and go to the contest page, and you can enter to win a spot at our party. All you have to do is be single, at least 21 years of age. $3 Miller Lite specials, music by DJ Huck Spinna, and... Some prizes to be given away, contests, all kinds of stuff. We'll have a good time. The room is really great, honestly. And uh, the location's perfect, and I think everyone's going to have a blast. It's been, uh, a, it's been, As you said, it's been a while. Yeah, light beer from Miller, everything you've always wanted in a beer with more taste and less carbs. So go to WMMR.com to get all those details. Thank you to Jose Garcia. Yay! Think local, give, give local events. Uh, yeah. Is at uh, Lowe's Philadelphia Hotel on Friday, and uh, there's a VIP preview from 6 to 7 p.m., general admission 7 to 10. There's a chef's after party from 9 to midnight, and Jose's awesome. So we are so glad he came out. The food is going to be unbelievable at that event. And speaking of food, thank you to our friends at Deets and Watson. And, uh, yeah, Pierre's very happy about them being here. Grazie. Is that what you said when you came walking in? Fabio. There it is. And uh, thank you very much to Linden Italian Market in Northeast Philadelphia and McFarland's Market in Merchantville for being here this morning. And they brought by a lot of great food. So thank you guys. And you can check out their hoagie guide. The Deets and Watson Hoagie Guide, and you'll find these guys in there, too. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, honestly, some of these places are so good with their own specialty sandwiches. You, you'll benefit greatly by exploring. Agreed. Uh, and we have to order winner. Today is Tattoosday, and we did indeed snag a winner from all of the entries this morning. And that winner, winning a free Preston Steve tattoo, is Griffin Strader from yeah. Kensington. Woo! My Sounds like a porn name. Griffin Strader. Yeah. Griffin gets a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And uh, an it's action pre- star. Presented by world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. You can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Professor Ouch. And you can contact him for an appointment at PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. What's up, Pierre? I'm Griffin Strader. Yeah, he is. Looks like the word Private. Professor Ouch. Private dick. <laughs> Private detective. Yeah. At large. <laughs> we didn't think it was a, uh, an escort. Yeah, and I didn't know it was yeah. that. Um, <laughs> I just love that name. It's such a great name. Yeah. Griffin Strader. You think that might be a constituted name change for you? I think I should be. Griffin Robert? It's, uh, no, it's the workforce blocks with Griffin Strader. Griffin Strader. That's okay. Pierre to can't ro- be here today, but Griffin Strader can. Role play. Yeah. Why not? You've got to pretend. You've got to keep pretending. Right, Marissa? 
Yes. <laughs> That's it. All you right. Break down the third wall. Exactly. Some people have those names. I had a friend named Chad Steele. Really? Oh, yeah. Great name. Wow. And he was a jock too, but he went by Jay Walker on the air. Really? Like, yeah. Press. But I'm like, dude, you were born with a with a jock name. Wow. Chad Steele. What was the the bully's name? He had a big meathead name too, right? Oh. No. Oh man, there was some Ham Hawk. No, it was like Brock. <laughs> Lynn Hart. No. Brock uh, Lynn Hart. No. His his name was Lynn Hart? Yeah. Uh, then never mind. Okay. <laughs> like a bully of mine? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. No. Uh, no, sorry. No. Percy Lace. But you Percy think of- Lace. <laughs> that was the school bully was named Percy Lace. <laughs> you think of all those Hollywood actors, yeah. you know, that came with, you know. Well, John Wayne was Marion Morris. Right. Well, yeah. You yeah. know. It's true. They have bizarre names, and they got turned into... You know, Cary Grant and yeah. Rock Hudson. And, yeah. And uh, like uh, Cary Grant was Archibald Leach. That's right. Tony Curtis was Bernie Schwartz. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. And oddly, yeah, that's, that, that was the time. They, it was, nobody had their own original name, right? right. The, you, you actually, there was a department in the movie studios that would issue really? your fake name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cary Grant was Archibald Leach. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Kiss me, Archibald. <laughs> I'll kiss you. Oh, uh, okay. uh, what's up on your show today, oh, man? Or you know oh, what? I no, guess we I need to do the letter. Let's la, do that la. first. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the Daily Letter and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H is in Hallelujah. All righty, we have uh, Casey's Corner VIP experience for MMRQ two thousand nineteen, only offered by Metro by T Mobile. Including a pair of reserved seats. Passes to the catered VIP party, commemorative laminates, and a meet and greet with one of the bands. Plus, you're going to qualify for an autographed guitar from this year's bands. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. Now we find out what's coming up on your show. Well, we're uh, celebrating the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, which is uh, Friday with all kinds of cool people. Uh, we're going to do Stevie Nicks, who's inducted this uh, Friday as a solo artist. And Steven Tyler's birthday, Aerosmith, was inducted um, a while back. And uh, we're, I think we're going to pick a year and just do a variety of artists. There's no way you can get it all in in no. the course of a week. But I think we'll just take a, a year, and, and um, I haven't figured out which year yet, but um, just bounce with some different uh, artists that were inducted in that particular year. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Love it. All right. Uh, thanks to the sponsors. Preston and Steve Show today brought to you by Winter Airport Parking. The fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And also by Quip. Quip starts at just $25. Go to getquip.com slash WMMR for a special offer. Tomorrow, we'll go live on Fox Good Day. We'll also continue uh, the Daily Rush Madness and your chance to win a really cool prize. If you go to WMMR.com, the details are there and lots of other giveaways. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we shall see you tomorrow, my friend. Preston and Steve love you, hate you, line. There is no double parking on Main Street in Maniunk. It's just not a thing. Next message. Hey, Preston, it's Jeff. Uh, I just wanted to know if I could get a short out for my birthday. Thank you. Next message. I get the purpose of a crosswalk. You slow down, you let the person go past, and you move on with your day. But then you got that one snooty bitch that walks right out in front of you. Hey, didn't your mama ever teach you to look both ways?
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 